0: Mario, Mario!
1: Time to grind through the middle of the week. It's the Grinding Gear Podcast. I'm Garrett. He's Kyle. Hi. And we got a mega stream on Thursday. So we're recording this shiz on Wednesday. So when that crazy news, uh, when, <laughs> Which
0: always does when on Activision night. flips the script and buys bl- uh, Microsoft on uh, it, it, oh, Thursday, you yeah, know why we're not yeah. talking about it. Exactly. You yeah, know why yeah. we're the, not talking about it.
1: The big news. The big news. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, news, ABK news this week. I don't know. I'm sure Bobby Kodak bought like another yacht or something.
0: I, I, yeah. I something about the parachutes. I've, I haven't, uh, parachutes. It, it, yeah. His golden parachute. Oh, gold. And, about, and, I, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So there, there was like people debating if he'll still get it or something. i it, it's all entered speculation. Now, you know, the update on that story is, uh, they're doing exactly what we said they would last week with the whole like, well, you're just bad for business, UK. You don't like making money. You? You're against progress. Rough. Look at all this money. You're falling progress. out of progress. My- yeah. 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 The wheels of progress roll swiftly. Yep. 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 Yep.
1: Questionable uh, CEO's favorite ride at Disney.
0: The wheel the, of the, the wheel of progress. Yeah. 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 Great big, beautiful tomorrow. It's a great, to the end of every
1: beautiful day. Tomorrow. tomorrow. I drive to that I ride for the first time last year. I'd never oh, been yeah? on it before. Yeah.
0: It's it, fine. It, I, I don't was, know why they had it was as
1: boring as I thought it'd be
0: why haven't they updated to like Tony Stark's wheel of progress? That'd be great. Like just, he, he goes over like Avengers tech. Uh, maybe there's like some because
1: there's, there's a lot of, a lot props. of folks that are enjoy their old school Disney rides. I believe like I have, a, I have opinions like, like I, I hope to God they never change living with the land. That's it's, it's an objectively boring, <laughs> yeah, ride, but I love it.
0: You do love that. They I like the Norway ride before they, uh, Elsa did. I, I was, was never, I
1: never that. went on it. Cause like, I didn't yeah. go to Epcot until I was almost 30. Um, And so I never got to ride the Norway ride. I have been on the Frozen ride and it is fun. And I can see how that with a Norway overlay would be really cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was casual. The best thing about it was the Eye of Odin effect was kind of neat in the 90s. And then there was a giant animatronic troll, which was more like a treant, but it was pretty cool. Yeah, did you? uh, I saw, I did see uh, an article floating around about how Spielberg regrets uh, doing what he did to ET. That he shouldn't have done that. Oh, I didn't I mean, that see that. that. Please send me a link. Yeah. I would like to. Yeah. I would like
1: to read that because he should feel <laughs> bad.
0: <laughs> yes, so you can wallow in his misery.
1: He should feel bad.
0: L- he should feel bad. Yeah. Listen, yeah, I
1: I, if there are, uh, I I never feel more comfortable crit- criticizing someone than when I would absolutely gush if I met them in, in person. So uh, George Lucas and Steven Spielberg, I give you a lot of crap. Uh, if I ever mm-hmm. meet you, um, I'll probably cry. I'll probably cry I- if I meet you.
0: I, I try to hold myself to the standard of I'd say it to your face. I think I'd do pretty good with that. I think I'd say most <laughs> things I say to someone's face. Like it, it would be cordial. You know, it'd be like, hey, whoa, oh my God. Yeah, your movie's <laughs> m- meant a lot to me growing up. You really messed up on E.T. and uh, But I get it. <laughs> I get it. Because the, the dude had I kids. I don't think like, I would. I don't think. You know, it's, it's, there's a perfect through line. The dude had kids. He looked at his old movie where the police were pointing guns at children. He went, oh my God, what have I done? And like as a you know, normal childless adult, (laughs) you know, you don't really, you're not hypersensitive to that kind of thing. So I totally get why he did it, but now his kids are grown up. Probably. I think, I'm not sure. Probably. And he he was like, well, damn, I messed up. (laughs) I, I was oversensitive and probably exhausted. And I made some weird decisions.
1: I think if I had potentially one chance to talk to my favorite director of all time, I'd probably just want to say, Hey, thanks for making my life, more entertaining
0: yeah i what i really like to do is pick something a little more like a little obscure that they've they're in, like they did and like tell them how much mm. i love that because they can assume i love star wars or whatever but you know if you pick out this little bit of something like you know mark Hamill, you're like oh man i loved you and jane silent bob like you know at least <laughs> something <laughs> i forget you it know? wasn't that wasn't it he? yeah he, he was it he's was got weird. that great he really you don't
1: f with the Jedi Master like breaking the fourth wall joke in there. I
0: don't know if he was animated Joker yet though. Uh, yeah, that was
1: definitely post animated. He was, okay, was okay, he was doing
0: the Joker voice. He was doing it in there, but uh, I had no idea who he was. I know, think it's fr-
1: oh, I, I did.
0: I did. Yeah, I, I, well, I didn't know what Mark Hamill looked like, you know, but I had this forever eighties hair image in my head. seventies <laughs> hair. Well, we, we moved cha- the hair changed by return. return the the I was an eighties movie. Yeah, he was 82, I think, or something like
1: that. Yeah. Like, just, had its, you, uh, just had its return to theaters this weekend. Oh, did it? How did it yeah, do? for the 40th anniversary, I believe. Um, I believe it made decent money for a movie that's old and has been in the theaters a lot Multiple of times. times. 83. Yeah. 83 was Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I was planning to go to it Friday, and then I, I, I ended up working some uh, filming gigs, and so I did not see it. And then last minute Sunday, decided to go see the new Evil Dead film instead.
0: Oh. Huh? I didn't go to the theater. I'm in the business. So, Mm -hmm. I'm not not in that business. (laughs) No, no, dude. I do work for for colleges and universities.
1: Like, it's uh, romantic. I like to think that my footage looks amazing, but I'm not out there making a movie. I'm not out there making a movie. I'm out there with my my Sony Alpha series, you know, uh, interviewing people for educational purposes.
0: Yeah. uh, Well, it looks like Super Mario still on top, Evil Dead Rise behind that. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Mar- Margaret. It, that's oh. like a classic, man. It's a remake. Oh, I would totally see the Elden Ring <laughs> movie. <laughs> Is there an Elden Ring movie? Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Yeah, i oh, see Oh, Margaret. Oh, yeah.
1: oh yeah. yeah. It just opens up foul tarnish, abandon these yep. foolish ambitions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. How has no one made that joke? I'm sure someone has. Uh, I uh, we don't it.
0: know what this is. I, I I assume some sort of drama. It's Some sort of oh yeah yeah. Look at that cover. Oh yeah, it's got um, it's got the Wes Anderson kind of color tones to it. And someone's wearing I, like I the think
1: thrift store. It, I honestly I I'm aware of the fact that it's referenced a lot. I think it's based on a famous novel, and I think it's a coming of age story.
0: Yeah, uh, that uh, that makes sense. Uh, you know, eleven year old Margaret navigates new friends, feelings, and the beginning of adolescence. Oh, it is from, from the, the city city to 70s. suburbs. Yeah, oh, think. they moved. Oh, it's even more. Oh, love, they're really stacking the deck. Yeah, yeah, they moved. Yep, yep.
1: This it, it, it's, it's a it's a, a classic piece of literature. I know nothing about. Yeah, other than it exists, I,
0: I think I was supposed to read it at some point. And it's but, the you know,
1: name of a song it, by one of my all-time favorite bands, The Lawrence Arms.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. John I mean, Wick behind that. The Covenant is that witches? No, that's Army Men. <laughs> Dude, Super Mario is still number one in the box office. It has stayed I, there. It has yeah. been
1: number one since it released. I think it I believe it crossed the billion dollar line over the weekend. Uh,
0: I believe it. I, I would love to see it. Uh, I we were I was listening to it was one of those like kid radio stations, you know. You're like, you're like, hey, hey, device, play children's radio. And it played Peaches. So I'd, I'd never heard Peaches yet, but it played Peaches for me. Mm. And it was it was delightful. It was just Jack Black. You know, he was, it was just not crude, but it was Jack Black. Like it was Jack Black. Peaches, like he was on... Peaches, 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 peaches. Pe- yeah. Did you like watch the dis- live action music video?
1: No, I haven't seen that. Oh, you it's fan- You should pull it up. There's no spoilers other than the song itself, which you've already heard. I mean, just movies on my references. Honestly, yeah, I think it's basically impossible to spoil the movie, except except it is, Kyle. Did you see it was uploaded illegally to Twitter yesterday and more than nine people watched it before it was taken down? The more entire more movie. The nine. whole movie was on Twitter yesterday.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow. Yeah.
0: Only nine people? Million. Oh, nine million. Oh, yeah. okay.
1: Yeah, that's what okay. I saw. Again,
0: yeah, okay.
1: I saw a headline saying nine people watching four was taken down. And I did not verify that. And I moved on with my life. I had a ah, chuckle. I had wow, a chuckle. Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. Huh, and the little window with the low res and all that. Just, yep. just having at it. huh? All right, I've the got the box office
1: mojo opened up. Uh, okay. let's see last weekend. So these are the dates of April 28th through the 30th star Wars episode six return of the Jedi came in fourth place at the box not office bad. with $5.1 million.
0: Nice. I
1: mean, I'd love to make $5 million off of work I already did. Sure. Sounds I mean, as long as,
0: as long as you keep, you know, uploading to YouTube, it does, you know, continue to exist. <laughs> some of my watches someday.
1: Sir, sir, we make like $100 a video. Like.
0: No, I, but you know, like <laughs> the, 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 the back catalog, I don't think anyone goes and watches and like our old what was that? Legion. We did like Legion Dungeons and like edited them to be a little shorter a little tighter. There's like some Legion Dungeons. Oh, so we we put on World of panel. Warcraft yeah 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 I oh you're it. right that was yeah
1: yeah that's, yeah, that's i believe
0: was on here
1: kyle i believe we went through the channel and cleaned it up when we started doing final fantasy videos those are unlisted now
0: but, but when you go to our top uh like uh our, our best performing videos our heroes doom moment is still the top it
1: is that that was us being extremely timely with a massive piece of news
0: but uh, what I'm saying is, if people don't know in the background. You have to upload to YouTube every four months; otherwise, they turn off your monetization. They make all the money. So if oh, you were I didn't to, know that. If you had a rocking channel and you're like, "All right, I, I've hit it big. I, I, I'm busy. Everybody, you know, enjoy the videos in perpetuity." If that's the correct oh. word, <laughs> uh, it w- they would then be like, "Well, you know, we're the server after all, and you know, we're just going to take the whole cut because you haven't uploaded in four months." I mean. I'm not sure I blame them for that. <laughs> I don't blame them at all. No, like you got, I mean, we, we're we just joking about Redfall. You know, someone today is going to go to
1: YouTube. That was part of the pre-show. Four. We're going to, we're about oh. to joke about Redfall oh, for the okay. podcast. So, uh, the audio only audience. We're about to joke about Redfall.
0: Yes. So, so, but here it is. Somebody is streaming right now playing Redfall for four hours. And tonight they're going to cut and upload all four hours to YouTube. Is that fair to YouTube? You know, like, it, should there be an audition? Wait,
1: are, you, are you saying because are, are you are you assuming this isn't going to be a massively viewed big moneymaker?
0: I'm just saying, like, it is interesting. Like, I, I prefer our more Wild West kind of where everyone can upload. But if I was if I owned the hard drives and I was desperately like I was in a hacker movie instead of trying to unplug the hard drives, I was trying to plug in more. Yeah, I'd probably have an audition process of some kind before you could start a channel. I'd have some sort of legal proceeding <laughs> before you could host videos on my hard drive. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Yeah. That's, that's fair. be a little precious about
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So run it through there, the old, there's your segue. Let's do it. Run it through. Wait, <laughs> be precious. Well, you know what? I'm not too precious about, except I am. Cause each and every one of them is precious. Our patrons supporting us over oh, at support our bromance. Wow dot well com done. yes so well we're at support if you go there you it will take you directly to our patreon which you can also get to by just going to patreon.com slash garrett and kyle but that's not as fun as punching in support our bromance.com which just forward you there and that there, there you have it it's an opt-in way to subscribe to kyle and me support us monetarily at whatever level works for you as i always mention we've got some suggestions but you can punch in whatever you want to do buck 50 instead of a dollar. You can two dollars. Sure. sure. Yeah. Why yeah. not? Uh, you know, you, you, the world is your, uh, Patreon oyster over at support And for your trouble, you'll get access to our members only channels in our discord bonus content, like our recent Mandalorian spoiler casts and more. So check it out. Support our Thank you so much. To everybody currently supporting us. And, uh, we thank you for going there and, Giving it a look if you're not supporting us yet. With that in mind, let's get to this week's news. Good, good. good, good. Oh,
0: great news, everyone. Shove it. Redfall. Redfall. Friggin' Redfall. The internet darling.
1: The uh, is, uh, internet darling. I do if, if a punching bag can be a darling.
0: Yeah, this is fascinating. So you and I were here watching, what, the Microsoft Expo, something or other. I, I thought it was the
1: Summer Game Fest. Redfall, Redfall has come up multiple times, and I've been confused multiple times. And we have talked about on this show us being confused multiple times. We even talked about follow-up interviews with Arcane studio executives, or not executives, but like developers who are like, no, 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 no it's not Left for Dead. It's more like Far Cry. Was I th- believe the most recent time we talked about it on this program.
0: Okay, it doesn't work. Just stop. Just, just embrace what? whatever it is. It's not a MOBA. It's a hero brawler. It's not, oh, you know, we're not, it's not a Zelda game. It's a action adventure platform. Like just, okay. Like, All if right. Hold up. Identifies it as a thing. I think you need to embrace it.
1: I think I'm about to launch into what will be my only defense of this game on this program okay. today, which is right. it in my opinion, uh, in the, with the one hour I spent with it, uh, it is more far cry than left for dead.
0: Because it's more of like an open world kind of thing.
1: It is an open world kind of a thing. Okay. There's like a loop of going around the map, and there's like things you can clear out, and there's fast travel points and all that kind of... That's not Left 4 Dead at all. Left 4 Dead ain't an open world. You just go from scenario to scenario. Um,
0: I think you're hoping for Left 4 Dead moments, though, because what you want in an open world is for it to come together, and that's what Elden Ring had. Is Yeah, it was an open world, but... eh. There is, is a lot a of hassle. various
1: things I want from open world games. I don't I don't think there's any one thing I'm ever looking for.
0: Well, I wanted to I want open world games to narrow eventually. I want them to say, "All right, past the threshold, here's your dungeon. Here is your full immersive business and all your tools and your levels and your items that you brought along the way are all going to be taken advantage of in this area." A you know, pure open world if it's not a sandbox like you might have with um I want Far Cry, you know did a decent job of it. Of course, there was a little bit of that, like mileage varies, varies from Far Cry to Far yeah. Cry.
1: I remember being extremely impressed with two for an odd reason. Three is the one I played the most, but I remember being really impressed by Far Cry two. It just at the time it looked really good. I remember the, the making a big deal of like the way fire spreads through the fields and it actually kind mm. of worked when the game released. I was like, that is impressive fire tech. Good job. Y'all. Oh, okay. Okay.
0: Three was with the, are they all crazy guys? Is there, is that kind There's of always, a thing? starting
1: with three. there was basically always a crazy guy.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, a personality, right? But that was kind of the the vibe I got. From a the, per, uh, yeah.
1: A, a personality forward villain. basically yes. started with three and they really haven't let up since I played a little of four and was like, okay, it's just kind of more of the same. And then I haven't really been back to far cry since, but there was a time where I really enjoyed far cry games.
0: Anyway, please continue. Please. I interrupted you in the, in the, in the wrap up the rundown.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. Anyway, it's, it's come out. Um, and it's, it's a major punching bag on the internet right now is, is, is to put it mildly. Um, there's a couple more positive reviews out there, but the vast majority outlets I like reading or like memeing on even if like your Kotaku's of the world, um, kind of unanimously not digging the game and It's on Game Pass, which I subscribe to. So I can, for example, decide to install it over my morning coffee and play an hour while and then go and type up podcast notes to at least get a rough feel for myself. And that's exactly what I did. And I got to say, Kyle, after an hour, I have no interest in returning to this game.
0: So you and I were hoping, you know, in another co-op game, we went through Black for Blood. Black for Blood was... We didn't finish okay. it
1: because we also got no. bored and wandered away from that game. But we yes. we got further. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that we, I'm well, probably going to get with
0: Redfall. We probably put in seven hours. But, you uh, know
1: roughly. I think we did like three sessions worth. Yeah. of play and it, it, there was too many interruptions of in Back for Blood. But um, but yeah, get, yeah, you and I were kind of looking at this. I like vampires. Like, I'm sure. I. I Anyone out there, if you listen to this regularly, you listen to me talk about games, you probably know I'm not the biggest Bethesda fan in the world. Uh, I like Skyrim. Don't particularly like Fallout. And I've never particularly liked how any of their games look or any of their affiliate studios, for that matter, including Arkane, who who made this. They, uh, Kyle, you know them from Dishonored. I know you're a Dishonored fan. Oh,
0: sure. Well, yeah, I guess. I wouldn't call myself a fan.
1: You Man. have defended Dishonored to me before when I've been like,
0: eh, I don't like how it I is. have. I, I played the first one. I haven't played anything. Like the the uh, the franchise didn't mm. interest me. Okay. I wanted to take what at the time was Skyrim level. Combat and say, what would you do if I like couldn't spec to be a wizard? <laughs> but, <laughs> that always interests me. Like when a when a game that has like become what you want, like if Diablo Four today was like, hey, we're making a standalone Diablo Four game where you only can play one class, and it's story immersive, and the story is going to involve people with faces, and you have a name, and and you have a dog, and and a wife, and you know, like they do the whole thing, like they do it all. That always interests me because I'm like, okay, you've cut out all the factors that are hard to deal with. Show me what you can do. You've, you've taken all my agency away. You're in complete control. And that's why I'm often very particular movies because I'm like, you are you were in complete control. Why did your story suck? <laughs> it's not a <laughs> DD and d game where your player shows up kind of frisky for the day and they're what? like, I'm going to flirt with all the barmaids. And you're like, okay, thank you so much for bringing this energy to my table. Let's deal with this and move on. Well, you like, know... No. You know, get, I'm, I'm going to defend movie I,
1: I'm going to tell you to go easier on movies, and maybe by extension, Redfall, because they're not in complete control with movies. There are so many people involved.
0: I know. I, I, and I know. And
1: you're trying to please so many people, and you might and you get interference yeah. from corporate overlords. And but
0: you, you see my point, right? You see yes. kind of the the, the, the yeah, but, you, but, you,
1: but do you see where I'm going with this? I see
0: where you're I, I where can't you. help
1: but wonder if that's what's going on with Redfall. It feels like a a, a game that is struggling with like basic vision, like and when yeah. I not not like sight. Like, what is the game? What like like what is your elevator pitch? What is the point of this? Why did you make this? What is interesting about this game? Why should I play it? And I think it struggles at a very basic level with. That like it's a so, it's, it's a hero shoot, sh- it has hero shooter mechanics like uh, like an Overwatch or an Apex Legends because there's four characters and you're locked into those four characters. You choose one, and that uh, essentially dictates your special abilities, something like Overwatch or Apex Legends. Uh, but you also have a looter shooter mechanic, and that there are color coded rarity of guns and they come like pre kitted out. Like, I found like very quickly on, I found like a silenced assault rifle with a red dot. But to my knowledge, there was no, I couldn't like take the red dot off and put an ACOG scope on it if I wanted to. But there are gun skins, but the base level of how the gun works is, is already kind of baked in to like how the gun is kind of like a destiny or a Borderlands type thing.
0: Interesting. I would be curious. I mean, obviously Borderlands, I said, obviously, like I knew Borderlands as I remember also had kitted guns. You would find laser rifle, laser scopes and stuff already attached.
1: Yeah, yeah. But you couldn't take them off and put them on something else or vice versa. I believe.
0: Right. Right. Which increases loot variance or yes. the chance of having loot. You don't like. So you play longer. You could say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah I've, i i see how the factors are struggling against each other. The, the arena shooter, hero brawler overwatch thing was very popular five years ago.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's that like me personally, I think I'm a little over that like and and i and and i think it's very much a trend thing. I think i'm i'm winded on it because of how common it's been like post Overwatch. Sure. Uh, to me i think it peaked with Apex Legends. I think that's probably my favorite game that employs that type of like hero kit in a in a shooter environment. Um I'm a little over it. That doesn't mean I'll be over it forever, but I'm I think I'm done with it right now. Like I think I'm like, "Oh, I I'd rather I think I just want to make my own character or customize my own gun." I'm a little, um, I'm a little winded on uh pre baked in shooter experiences. I want a little more agency over it. And I think that's why I like call of duty again right now. Suddenly. Cause I get to like you, you build my gun. Abilities? No, I, like, oh, I, I, I customize right. my gun down to like the, the trigger.
0: Oh, armored core might be for you then. Uh, that's one.
1: M- 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 maybe, Kyle. Maybe it- it's a it's a soft game, and I'm sure it's going to take me like a thousand hours to beat it, and that's what is that's what is scaring me off of Armored Core more than anything else.
0: Sure, sure, but the customization is is where I find appeal in Armored Core, and looking at that down the pipeline. So my my main sticking point or my main critique that I've grabbed onto that I've seen is that the first mission is just boring, and the game starts yep. in a lackluster way.
1: Yeah. And again, your mileage may vary. Maybe you're really into waking up on a boat with frozen water. That looks like it's from a tw- game in 2015. Some re- I mean, like, look. look also yeah. the game's not very pretty in my, it looks old already, which I think is sure, I'm not,
0: I'm, I'm not critiquing your take on that because that adds to the cornucopia of issues. There are obviously like a game can be as ugly as sin, and might be the funnest thing on the planet, right? And there's, there's also nostalgia graphics, like, you know, I love Factorio, and it looks like StarCraft. So I go, oh, my God, it's beautiful. You know, it, it's a language <laughs> Listen, I'm used to. Listen, this isn't going for a retro look. <laughs>
1: this is not no. going for an in- intentionally retro look. To me, this just
0: looks budget. It looks cell shady in the sort of way that you would expect something that went, now, hang on, we can't actually do this, did it? Now, these are all, of course, assumptions, but the open world mixing with the art style mixing with the hero thing with the loot and blah and the poor missions that aren't particularly interesting that you've done a thousand times before in any other game i thought i think v rising was doing a lot of lifting in my heart like i saw open world vampire kind of thing and friends involved and i mm. went hell, hell yeah like it, and and i love vampires i love when we explore really bizarre vampire types like i mean they're not that bizarre but you know like you have your kind of vampires you have <laughs> your vampire kings i but you know when we do like the spider lady and the guy who like has all the wolves and the dude who's super bat stuff and kind of has the the nose and the, the face molds mm, going
1: i on. am a big fan of like 80s style modern vampires like vi- vampires in the neighborhood lost boys i love lost boys and i was kind of getting a vibe of that from this, because it's like you're running around neighborhoods and vampires have invaded. Lost Boys is about vampires? You've never seen Lost Boys? No.
0: What think the saw... shit? Oh, yeah, this is the red, the red movie. The, the, the black and white with the red background thing. What? What? Yeah, the, the cover, it, what I saw in the video store growing up. Uh,
1: the, oh, I, oh I yeah, the characters fired. are in black and white and yeah. the background. Who's,
0: is just who's the right. guy giving me the eyes? Who's this guy? He looks really familiar. Uh, could you please just pull it up on Kiefer Sutherland? It's, it's, it's a tiny one. It's, the guy with the spiky hair. Kiefer Sutherland. Okay, what do I know uh, him from?
1: Uh, probably nothing because you probably never even accidentally watched 24, but he was the star oh, it's of the, the show Oh, 24. dude, that's
0: him? Oh, badass. Okay. <laughs> that's great is, oh my it, god it, it is
1: legitimately the coolest keith Sutton keith is has ever looked
0: um, okay it, the the oh uh, uh th- that is mimideus
1: got it yes you would know him from the three musketeers in 1993 that's a movie
0: holy i bet you've seen shit okay yep yep <laughs> okay wow i
1: love that chat knows you this well <laughs> <laughs>
0: holy oh crap Oh my god Oh, oh, God. Uh, yeah.
1: oh, boy, we're doing a Three Musketeers next year. Oh, boy.
0: Oh, uh, boy. with Charlie Sheen. Oh, my God, that thing is outrageous. Tim Curry out there just Tim currying it up as, uh, what was it, Richelieu? Oh, you're I
1: not wrong. Charlie yeah. Sheen was in that movie. Oh, my God. Yeah. Freaking Kiefer Sutherland looking... More Obi Wan than I remember in the Three Musketeers movie. Um, uh-huh. uh, yeah, yeah. Uh. And the reason we're talking about this is because it's more interesting than talking
0: about Fred. Fall. Jack Bauer. <laughs> All right, so my honest reaction is, I saw the Warriors, and then like this was like right on the shelf next, to and I was like, the Warriors was awful. I'm not. I'm not watching whatever that is. Uh,
1: you should watch Lost Boys. Uh, okay. We should come up with. A I next do next. like this dawn October. We should do a Lost by, Boys watch party.
0: Dawn by dead. 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 dead, dead, by, uh,
1: dead. Uh, from dusk till dawn.
0: The one with the feet. Yeah. Yes. That, that yes, yes. 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 Or yes that's I that was a, I saw it. I saw it twist free. I, I was not I was not twisted. I, okay.
1: uh, so did I. But so did I. Yeah. Kind my, of fun. my buddy who got me into Tarantino films in high school was like, you should watch this and didn't explain anything. He just sent me home with the BHS.
0: That's a solid one because yeah, you do like pulp fiction, you're just like, are we ever gonna have fun again? And you're like, well, this all on, you know, sometimes Tarantino has a little fun. Well, the that fun is part isn't
1: Tarantino; it's Robert Rodriguez because no. they co-directed that movie, and you can tell where the split is.
0: Oh, that—that that sounds like like the the top of the IMDb second you effect. get, yeah, yeah. to
1: Cheech yelling about different colored yeah. body parts
0: on the stairs. It's now a Robert Rodriguez movie. Cheech and Chong. Yes, Cheech? that's that's oh. Cheech. That's Cheech. How does that? How does that guy do all the kids movies? How does he get so many? kids movies because adults still make kids movies yeah i know but like the other guy's not well he got in trouble so i guess i just cheech hasn't gotten in trouble john got in trouble yeah, he, he was selling. He was selling paraphernalia off, off the internet. Okay,
1: you need to specify how they got in trouble these days, oh. Kyle. Because I start my mind oh, goes right. to oh, other yes, things. Oh
0: Because your brain goes to Twitter and they're, the, the yep. tag on the side. Yep. And yeah yeah yeah. No, yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah, like, di- are they? Are
1: they? Did, we, did they die or are we canceling them? What's going yes. on here? Yeah. No. Um, it,
0: Matt Mercer's fine. He's just Ganondorf. <laughs> <laughs>
1: dude, the Matt Mercer one
0: scared me when Matt Mercer. I was like,
1: <laughs> no, too, what dude. happened? And it's like everyone's just thirsting over his thick ass Ganondorf. I'm like, it would be so bad for D and D.
0: Oh my god. God, it'd be so. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. they they're propping <laughs> that property up.
1: Uh, Gregor in our chat right now is is saying Tommy Chong's quote unquote trouble was on brand. That's absolutely right.
0: This, absolutely. Spare, but he didn't yes. get kids' movies, right? That was um, uh, that was uh, the other crude guy. Uh, George Carlin took his role in Cars as the yes. drugged out bus. Yes, which was which is bizarre too, because it's like ah. We can't get the stoner guy. Who can we get? What about the guy who uh, does political commentary is also like talking about being stoned on stage. <laughs> literally, has, literally has literally has a bit great. about
1: every word you can't say on television.
0: Yeah. 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 So and that's gr- perfect. Put him in the movie. It's great. It's perfect. Um. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, you, you, bread uh, back to this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Like, like at my, at my base level, th- th- this game would be too long. It, like if we came to this today, it would have to be first impressions anyway. It just came out. I, I don't think I'm going back to it. Because uh, my first impression, like a at, at very base level, was mm, the shooting sucks. The shooting's really light and like it's not impactful. Um, I was tweeting oh, about this and it, sure. it, uh, I am looking for suggestions. If anyone out there knows of any good articles or uh, well researched videos or, or, or even if there's like a GDC talk about how to make shooting satisfying in games, I'm really interested because this is something I, 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 that comes up a decent amount when, when I talk about shooters, i like versus shooters I don't like, but my, I, I, I I haven't made a shooter. I don't know what actually goes into making shooting feel impactful. I just kind of, to me, it's a, I know it when I feel it kind of a thing. So totally. So I was tweeting about, I was like, if anyone knows of a, of a good article that goes into all of the pieces that come together to make something seemingly as simple but also as ever present in a shooting game as actually the act of shooting feel good i I want to read into that because i would love to explore why i feel this way because like uh, i played a lot of borderlands one because just a lot of my friends were playing it but i never really liked it that much and i stopped it for that point because i think borderlands has really unsatisfying shooting i don't think you feel a connection between uh pulling the trigger and your your Shot actually hitting your target. Like I feel like it just feels light and unsatisfying versus something like your Halos, your Call of Duties, or uh even Overwatch and, and Apex Legends. Uh, if you're more into the team shooting atmosphere, I think all four of those games have really satisfying shooting. And I and I don't really know why. I think it's a combination of everything. It's a combination of the actual animation of firing plus the plus the contrails plus the sound, plus the sound and pl- and yeah. how do you handle your impact right like what happens on impact like i remember even gears of war is an interesting example cuz i think the uh the, the the lancer doesn't feel super impactful it kind of feels like i'm hitting them with a bullet hose instead of actual bullets but snipe the sniper shot in gears of war is one of the most satisfying sniper shots I think across gaming, especially if you get a headshot, cause the Gibbs are ridiculous. So the impact there was like really sold. Um, so that's an example of, I think within a game itself between weapon to weapon, some are really satisfying and some aren't. Um, but yeah, you, you start off with a pistol. Also the AI seems archaic. It was like making me, it, 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 there's a lot of pop-ups um, that are, I think, the most intrusive pop-ups I've seen in the game in a while. You have to hold, you mean like menus and stuff. a menu slides in from the right side. It takes up like a third of the screen vertically and you have to hold escape for what feels like, like six seconds or something before it goes away. There's no just like click to go away. You don't just tap escape. You have to hold it down for it to go away. So that's the the onboarding process as it's trying to explain stealth to me, as I'm crouching and trying to walk around enemies, it's just like, go away. Hmm. Um, it's just weird stuff, man. It's a strange.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I I do not care about bugs much. <laughs> you know, like we we love finished games. Yes. Bug free games, great. But like, if I if uh, what I'm seeing without audio as I watch this IGN article is they're highlighting visually tons of bugs, and to me that's a little disingenuous. I'm like, well, you know, like, bugs happen, and wacky deaths are part of the fun. Like I remember a cow just booking it across vanilla world of Warcraft, just and it's one of the best moments of my life. Uh
1: Floating well, Alex that, you
0: know, uh, yeah, I always yeah, remember. Um, yeah. But, I, but I, yeah, there, love, there's core reasons. And I see now why people are pointing at Prey and being like, what happened? Because it's the same studio. I didn't get yeah. that part where they kept bringing up Prey. I'm like, well, sure. Specifically but,
1: Prey 2017, because we had two Preys relatively yeah. close to each other that were not done by the same studio.
0: Yes. and But they also did, I had didn't play Wolfenstein I haven't played Wolfenstein in a very long time. They
1: made two but very they, specific ones. They made Young Blood and Cyberpilot, and I haven't played those either.
0: And they made um, Deathloop though, and Deathloop was kind of a darling. People like Deathloop. Deathloop was a darling. It was
1: like that. That seemed to be more like I I I heard mixed reviews, but it was more of a taste thing. I think more than this. Like this game is kind of floundering at some basic level building blocks. Um. So
0: yeah, it's and then you got a seventy dollar tag on it and that's it's still new right so we're we're you're expecting a premium when when if you engage the $70 price tag there's a part of your brain that goes oh so you're you're modern you're A, you're you're pushing it you know you you think you're really worth the new price tag and that is clearly not the case it, that becomes
1: murky for me because I'm like well it's also on it's also on Game Pass which is not free
0: but it is to me No, but yeah, because <laughs> I don't think What, I, what I did was I find more. I enjoy going to Steam and kind of open the front page and like, I like every night I'll open Steam and just kind of see the top sellers, upcoming, and just kind of go like, hmm, like, oh, cool. I, I like window shopping, mm. and it, I wasn't even aware Redfall came out because it's not even on this list, right? so I my back of my brain was like maybe there's a story here and kind of like the well the game's not really finished so we're going to do a early access thing without saying it's early access by doing a game pass thing and, and like we're going to do we're going to use game pass to release games that we know are kind of stinkers but are like party games right like oh it, it's part of the party pack you know you'll download seven games and you'll make your way through them and you'll play a little of this and a little of that like what are none you of them talking are about party, party,
1: party packs what the hell is a party pack
0: you know like I wouldn't want to play like Pin the tail on the donkey all night. But
1: what does this have to do with games like video games? Are you downloading a grab bag of video games?
0: Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, if 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 it's on Game Pass and there's like five games that kind of look crap, all right, I follow now. I I follow. Go through five games of crap in my evening. Like, you know, that's a decent evening, right? Like, (laughs) but you know, you got buyer's remorse. You get, you've spent the $70. So your brain goes, now I'm, this better be good. I'm going to invest in this. And I'm going I'm to light the candles and turn down the lights and, you know, really get into it here. So moral of the story, come play Deep Rock Galactic with me. And now I really need to know, do you light candles when you play video games? Sometimes. I really like, candles. I'm, I'm, I I'd really
1: be, like so, candles. I'd be so confused if I was your other half, if I came home and candles were going, and then
0: it was I mean, video it's, game it's night. It's a consistent theme. She's <laughs> <it's> not surprised <laughs> anymore. <laughs> it's good lighting. Nowadays, like, I didn't have dimmers until this year, uh, any lights that I could dim. Now, I now I have light with smart bulbs that I can app and up and down. So there were times where I wanted to not stub my toe exiting a room, but I wanted thematic kind of low lighting, so a candle was a perfect.
1: I need, I need to. I, I have been, dude, freaking Deep Rock Galactic keeps coming up, and every time you mentioned it, people in our chat and in our comments get excited. Uh, I don't know why there is a crossover with a Final Fantasy fourteen
0: audience, but there apparently is. A co-op. A co op, co co op, maybe, maybe. Maybe? Maybe. I mean, it makes sense with our audience, you know, we got we got two people co-op in the story, so I mean, I mean we probably have a higher co-op friendly mm. audience.
1: Mm. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. But uh, yeah, we, it, it, there's I, so I, much Rock and Stone in our chat room right now.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's also like it's really fun to yell Rock and Stone. <laughs> so that's, a, that's also, it you Shut know, up. we just everyone's cheering, you get into it, you know, Red Team. Ah, it's the same kind of thing, right? You know, yeah. you're at a you're at Castle they love chicken. What the hell is it called? El oh, Pollo um, Loco? No. Uh, ignore the middle part I said. Um, freaking Medieval Times. Near Medieval Times. <laughs> what does that have to do with chicken? Castle and- chicken. Oh, yeah, castle they, chicken. You eat the chicken. And they don't let you bang the pewter anymore. And so, you do you know, eat the chicken?
1: Back. I thought they brought you like huge tricky legs.
0: Uh, when I went, it was like, it was like the two chicken legs, but you couldn't bang the pewter. So, like I said, I'm never going back. That was, you know, I get, I could break your pewter, but also, you know, if I can't bang my cup, like what's the what's point of, what's the, what's the, what are we doing here? What's medieval? I'll just go to a normal restaurant, you know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's how I felt leaving Redfall was what are we doing okay. here? Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. What are we, what Excellent. are we doing here? Yeah. It's, it, I, I. After a little intro, I was like, I could get into this. I was like, neighborhoods, vampires, let's go. And then I was like, uh, pistol. And then I got a shotgun and it also wasn't satisfying. And yeah, it's just, it feels half-baked.
0: Yeah. And there's going to be a lot of people kind of exploring the thought I was just doing where people are like, well, game pass. I mean, you know, you don't really have to be a good game to be okay. You can just put out whatever you want to a certain after. degree. But I don't think that's but, the case here. Like, I think they just kind of it's yeah, a stinker.
1: Yeah. But I, okay. So like, it's odd coming from me. I, I'm not an arcane studios fan, but I know a lot of people who are like, to me, they're one of those studios that, that people like you like the term "darling." I, I think Arcane is a darling studio to a lot of people. Sure. So I, you know, even even though it's a lower barrier to entry because of a service like Game Pass, you know, I I think a lot of us were still hoping for a good time. You know, it, and especially since we all kind of collectively, speaking generally here, looked at this first trailer and was like, Left for dead," because Back from Blood clearly didn't scratch the itch. And I think we're all we're all looking, I think, for just a good time in co-op and it's to me nothing has really hit that since valheim v rising a little bit but v right as much as i love v rising the fomo mechanics of v rising kept it from being a truly relaxing co-op experience right like it's yeah, time it, to get it, in and constantly blood my castle so it doesn't disappear
0: Yes, that's important to make like a FOMO immediately think of like, oh, daily quests, like currency. What do you talk about? Like, no, it was that there were other people on the server and they were advancing new bosses, taking over new territories, and they could destroy your castle if you didn't log in yep. often enough. Yep. So there was a requirement to play that made you kind of go, is that what I really want to do tonight? Yeah. And yep. it was for like a solid two weeks. But after that, you know, there's the server we had all invested in and it was it was odd to see it rot yep. on the sideline.
1: Also got a little crowded for my days. We had a little, few too many people playing
0: there. Sure. It was pretty crowded. I'm honestly very curious to see. I would love to report back on this in like two weeks and see what the $70 price tag did, what that intro slideshow's impact was, because, you know, that could be a factor too. You pay 70 bucks and it starts with a a slideshow of some art and you're kind of like, wait, but like when when Total War Warhammer starts a slideshow, well, yeah, I'm like one of 20 factions. Sure, slideshow me. (laughs) you know there's a unique voice the guy sounds great i love the voiceover guy he's going ah yes the evil of the man he's like really kind of he's romancing the mic and you can just listen to him go that's That's what what you do by the way when when kyle
1: sits down to record some lines for a video i go oh kyle's here to romance the mic
0: yeah yeah it's, it's, it's very like a indie indie singer where i kind of do that like that that pet thing they do they always do that pet thing it doesn't, doesn't work it's visual yeah they kind of they, they kind of like caressing they, they, the microphone yeah, they, without
1: touching it you're yeah, air without caressing.
0: It. The, the orb around it you're kind of like you're summoning you're summoning the music out of you that, that could be it like the, the, it could just be a stumble miss, miss mission what if you skip the intro and maybe play that after the first mission what if you didn't make the first mission boring because clearly you found it so boring that you didn't say to yourself Oh, if I had a friend here, this'd be great, (laughs) dude. If I if I pick up a
1: shotgun and your shooting still feels like not fun to me, I'm I'm like, oh boy, yeah, I'm not gonna have a good time in this game, am I?
0: Well, let me. Shall I move us on and tell you all about my weekly obsession? You, uh, yes,
1: Kyle has a hyper fixation. Everybody, I every text he has sent me this week, have (laughs) uh, every tweet he has tweeted. Has been about Warhammer 40k Tenth Edition box set. Kyle, tell the fine people uh, like a like a five year old that just discovered monster trucks.
0: Uh, What's going yes. on here? Uh, there's still three, but yes, it's true. I experienced this recently. I wasn't talking about your child <laughs> specifically. <team. laughs> So, uh, so last episode, I said, you know what I'd love to do? I'd love to do like a series where I learned to play Warhammer. I always wanted to learn how to play Warhammer. So a couple people messaged me and started telling me about a little thing called 10th Edition, which is on its way, going to arrive this summer, where they're going to be, as usual, some sort of edition role. There's no better time to join. And the, the rules are becoming simple. Well, they're always simplified because they bloat over the course of an edition, right? As they add more factions, more specialty abilities, whatever. So, again, for the 10th time, apparently, probably more than that, Warhammer is simplifying their rules. And they've got a box set coming out that is Space Marines versus Tyranids that you can buy for $250. And it comes with 25 Space Marines and 47 Tyranids. All in the sort of like pop them out, Warhammer, build your own, paint your own kind of play style with the rule books for both of them. And all the rules to play will be online, which is kind of the, the thing to do if you are a intellectual property this day. Give away the rules for free. People can reference them, look at them. Um, I forget the, the official Also, you
1: points. don't need to pay for printing multi-page massive books.
0: That too. But, you know, it, 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 it's a sign of goodwill. We've got tablets, we've got phones, all that sort of thing. It all kind of helps out. And if you want to do uh, dummies or something like that, you could learn to play using your D&D miniatures. Or, uh, you know, if you're feeling crazy, you could, like, yeah, use a 3D printer or something like that and make some things that kind of look like it. But, you know, it's the official box. And I was already kind of curious, and this box is so StarCraft. <laughs> <laughs> so vilely Starcraft, and I mean that with the best intentions. A number of people have been like, huh, you know that like Starcraft stole Warhammer Christmas." Yeah, yeah you know, War you know, Blizzard Hammer. ripped yeah. off
1: Games Workshop whole, whole, whole Dude, the, for, the for the and hail for for Warcraft and Starcraft.
0: Yeah, the number of times I've gone the down the Tyranid wiki hole and just enjoyed it. I love reading about hive minds, biomass. Like, why are they questing for biomass? Sure, great. Freaking hell, yeah, let's do it. Like, (laughs) I love biomass. So I have read the Tyranid lore many, many times. And I've always wanted to have a Tyranid army, except for the ones with guns, because I think biomechanical guns are kind of dumb. Even if they shoot worms that bore into your skin and take over your brain, I think biomechanical guns are kind of dumb. I do, too, except Half-Life.
1: Half-Life's the only game that's ever done bioweapons that I like. Oh well, that, that you're just that like was a, holding an oh, alien. Worm. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess maybe if you like took the worm, but still, you put it in a gun. I like a uh, antlion glands. That was really fun. Yes,
1: like yeah. I want it to be really. Couldn't to rock, I think opposing force or blue shift. Couldn't you get uh, the 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 barnacles as an actual gun?
0: I think so. Yeah, and that that's just like that's a fantasy I don't enjoy. Like the second it enters any sort of launching device, even if that is the most biological thing on earth, I'm like, oh. But if you're holding the worm and you throw it, I'm like, sweet, sweet, let's yeah, do it. I'm with you. I'm with you. I think deep, I, I we've never just we're discovering preference. this right now. Yes, deep personal preference. But this box sent me. It, it absolutely like just slammed my nostalgia button, and I have been down a Hearty, hearty rabbit hole of just figuring out what army values are and how the game is played. And essentially, I'm here to report that this is where DMs go to geek out even harder because it's basically two DMs. Like you're play, you're playing a game of Dungeons Dragons or any tabletop. You have one character. The DM's got like four monsters on the field. What if we were both DMs? What if we both had like seven monsters and we mm. both had seven cards and our own rule book that was? And then we both just went freaking nuts. That's basically what Warhammer is. Just 2DMs really geeking out as hard as they can.
1: Kyle, how, and, um, uh, can we can we just crowdfund a moving truck for you come to Florida? We'll buy this. I already know you want the Tyranids. I would rather paint the Marines. Uh, so let's just let's just let's just do it. Let's just move you across the country uh, and learn how to play Warhammer.
0: That is a deeply like I have a tear only in my right eye, but I have a tear in my eye like that that is so deep. <laughs> deeply uh desired can
1: i can i can i scoop can i can i scoop myself for an idea of idea for reoccurring maybe an annual two videos i had this idea the other day i haven't told you yet none of this is vetted and this is not a promise this is not a promise. i want everyone in the sound of my voice to know that i would like the freedom to voice some half-baked ideas and know that maybe (laughs) they'd be difficult to pull off but kyle I thought it'd be cool like twice a year. So we do you'll see the split here. We do like Kyle's perfect day as a video and and Ooh. Garrett's perfect. We just have a dream day and we help the other one enjoy their dream day. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So like may- maybe yours is uh, like we hole up for a weekend and Warhammer our butts off.
0: Maybe. But that's the, uh, that's a little bit of the. The conundrum. First conundrum. I'm just going to go ahead and get out of the way. Uh, I love the box. How dare they put Tyranids on the release set. Now I don't want to be Tyranids anymore because everyone's going to have Tyranids. (laughs) 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 But uh, apparently in the past, Tyranids have had like a really bad win rate. So there's this fabulous thing with Tyranid players, apparently, because they all acknowledge they have like a 43% win rate in games and tournaments. So all the Tyranid players are like deeply thematic. Like they'll mm. do charges that make no sense. They'll run units that are super expensive because they're big, because they just want to be evil bugs. And if they lose the day, that's on lore. That that's canon, right? Because the Tyranids lose and the, the Empire wins or whatever. So it I, I am so into that. I would lose over and over again as long as the theme is good and this looks really solid. Um what was, was thinking a second ago before I went off on that?
1: But, but sorry, what was that?
0: What was the thing you said a second ago before I, I, was, just, I, I was just
1: I had an idea where we do, a, we oh. do each each of our dream days. Uh, yes, as, that was it that as was an it. event so, uh, style video once a year for each of us.
0: So obviously, you know, 250, you could say it's one hundred twenty five dollars to get into the game per person. And there's no great way at this sort of distance of reading online if I would even like how a faction plays. You know, I've I've played more than enough games where I go, oh, man, badass. Can't wait to do. And oh, I hate you. I hate I hate this job, this class, this whatever it is. But, oh, I didn't think I'd be into being a warrior in this game. Wow, warrior's amazing. So the, the Warhammer audience is very aware of this, and they want to make sure you make a good investment so you stick around and grow the game and join the community and all that. So there is a lot of opportunities if you go to stores and stuff to trial a faction, you know, sit in on a game and see if you even like the mechanics.
1: Uh, I have a wonderful well equipped local GameStop or Games Game Store. Not GameStop. We have a local GameStop, but I it's a well equipped. <laughs> I haven't been there. Well, no, we have a local comic shop game store where I used to do my uh my magic pre-releases. They have a ton of Warhammer tables.
0: Absolute ton. Yeah. yeah It's it is a like the numbers on this are are massive, right? Like there's that uh Strife Hayes video that came out almost a year ago now where they where kind of talked like MMOs, you know, might not be as big as you think. Like it's a, it's a live and breathe kind of hobby where people do it all the time. So when you join a community, it can feel very large. MMOs feel large when you're a part of one. But when you go like to YouTube and you start looking up video, I mean, you're looking at million views videos nonstop. For the Warhammer. Memes. Yeah, mm. like this this is a huge freaking game. And we've somehow taken it in our society. And we kind of, we kind of tiered this thing and we're, and we did, you know, certainly when I was growing up, it was like, whoa, going to be a weirdo playing D D. Are you prepared for that? And it's yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I choose joy over your deduction of what normal is. I live but,
1: to get overly invested in new weird things.
0: Right. But then, you know, Warhammer was like a tier above that. And it was like, well, if you, I mean, there, there you're going too far. And now I'm like, Oh I, I, I kind of want to go too far. This sounds excellent. And I don't think it's that far anymore. I think Warhammer has found a bizarre middle ground where they have some of the most terrible mobile games that have ever been made. Some of the weirdest steam releases ever released a couple of good games, but they're just not sacred about the property. And it's with the help of Henry Cavill kind of entered our minds as a society enough that I expect 10th edition to be huge.
1: That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, Henry so Cavill has really a uh, uh, uh popularized. I, I, I want to say normalize and I don't mean that to be a negative connotation, but like, like we talk about, this comes up on our stream a lot. Uh, Cause uh, I I kind of joke, like if Kyle and I had roles, Kyle would be the D and I would be the normie. Yeah. Uh, sure. Like you're, you're, like you're, you're into, especially when we talk about anime, I'm into the crowd pleasers. You, you just mind the depths of isekai trash. <laughs> um, True. And, and you're aware of it and you embrace it and celebrate this. Like, to me, this is all great. Like neither is, more positive than the other. I, I, I think, like, fly your freak flag, like, and enjoy <laughs> it. Um, but, like, yeah, I, I, I find the concept of uh, normalizing niche hobbies fascinating. It's something that I've seen happening so much as I've, as I've grown up. I, th- I think at the core of your, fr- your and my friendship, Kyle, is the fact that we were uh, – we don't talk about it a lot because it's not a super fun subject, but we were bullied a lot growing up. Yeah. Uh, for being into nerdy stuff, for lack of a better word. I was bullied Absolutely. for liking Star Wars. I was bullied for liking Pokemon, Dragon Ball Z, so on and so forth. Until I got to high school. And then I, I was ejected into a massive high school. And there were just so many people that
0: couldn't find you anymore. Yeah. I found so many <laughs>
1: friends. It didn't matter. Like, yeah. uh, I found I found my tribe. Um, but, uh, But, yeah. Like, so... It's it's to me, I, I now find it just fascinating. Like, and, and, and we've been through so much like turmoil just within our corner uh, of communities too. like uh, the, the debates around gatekeeping and all that kind of stuff that I, I kind of feel like we're on the other side of, I think maybe it's just a community where we find ourselves in now, which is extremely positive for the most part. Um, like maybe I'm insulated from it more, but I, I feel like I don't see as much gatekeeping as I used to. And also, like, I don't know. The phrase, I don't want to yuck anyone's yums, has done a lot of heavy lifting, I think, <laughs> on the internet I mean, th- over there's the past also couple of like, years.
0: Like, well, it's, it's like a meta, too. Like, Magic the Gathering, Hearthstone, like, those games advance so fast in the meta because they're able to be played online in a yeah. single-player sort of capacity. And I think we've done that a little bit with GateKemic. Like, it's so easy to go to Twitter and be like, Whoa, bad take, bro! And just like move on with your like, because yep. you can identify it immediately. There's no investigating. There's no like, hey, what do you mean by this? What is this? Like, how can we? Uh, can we, can we find common ground here? Yeah, I, 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 think, if I think if you're, I
1: think if you've been on Twitter that long and you're still there, you either live for that type of kind of toxic debate. atmosphere, yeah. which I think there's plenty of that still for sure. Um, or you've, you just, you don't let it get to you. Like you've kind of become callous to it. You're just like, well, oh, that person, they're unhinged. Uh, I'm still having a good time and I'm moving on now. Yeah. Um. So it's yeah, sometimes, and sometimes someone says something about my hair and it, and, it, and it finds the little opening of my arm. We all, and it, and we all have day. them. Yeah,
0: yeah, we all have, we all have those. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: But anyway, uh, yeah. so Yeah. Anyway, that was a way too long of a exploration of why I find Henry Cavill plus Warhammer. Interesting. Because I think it's like what Matt Mercer and, uh, crew have done for Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I think it's what, uh, the MCU did for comic book movies. Um,
0: and, well, and 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 DC Iron Man, Iron Man. Well, I mean, it's absolutely not. Iron Man was like, I know, but it just, that's the one that still wows me. Like, Captain America kind of lame, but definitely a poster child. But Iron Man was like B C tier. Yeah. I didn't know crap. I thought he's so no. stupid
1: looking as a kid
0: who would, but I had tons of that first
1: move. I had tons of Spider-Man comics. Like I loved Spider-Man yeah. growing up and uh, every time, like I accidentally got something with Iron Man in it. I was like, was this, this dumbass looking <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Ronald McDonald colored freaking suit of armor. What a dumb looking hero. And the movie came out and just, like, absolutely changed the game. So, yeah, it's just yeah. the thing. It's just this normalization or popularization of, of, of niche fandom is has been sure. really cool. And also, you know, just me. The, the, you know, the first thing I was ever bullied for was, like, in Star Wars. And it's just growing up and seeing Star Wars become openly popular. It's, it's wild. It's just wild. And, and anyway, I just find it fascinating. I don't really have a take uh, other than it's something I constantly kind of look back at. I'm like, what's next? What's the next thing that's going to become, like, the... Cultural zeitgeist. I guess Stranger Things also had a th- something to do with D&D. But.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Stranger Things was also kind of responsible for D&D doing some of its yeah. weird stuff. And now they're responsible
1: language. for making an entire new generation of Metallica fans. Oh, interesting. I didn't. Yeah, the, the most, most recent season, season had a really good musical scene with... Uh,
0: huh.
1: Was it Master of Puppets? No. Master!
0: Yes? Master that one! I think it was. I think it was Master of Puppets. Huh.
1: I forget. Yeah. I didn't really Master love Puppets the new right. Stranger Things season, but that scene was good. I, I'm just forgetting. I'm not the biggest Metallica fan in the world. It was Master well, of Puppets. All right, cool.
0: I I this is it, it's so my jam. The Tyrannids look great. Uh, of course, you know one of my first comments always is going to be like, I it would be horrible at painting, and they say, well, well don't you worry. You see, I don't think you would. I don't think washings. you would. And it's just it's so intimidating. Like it's a two hundred two hundred fifty dollar box set. And then someone's like, well, you got all you got to do is do washes. Well, how much? Well, no, 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 no. Invest in a good air paint gun. What? What is it? Airbrush. Airbrush. Invest in a good airbrush. And you're like, well, how much is that? Like, it is a deep revel. And then at the end of the day, people will be like, well, I really only paint them.
1: <laughs> I, I so badly want you to come come for a visit, dude, because uh, we, our friend, our mutual friend, you are also friends with him. Ben doesn't matter for the audio listeners. They probably don't know who Ben is, but if you know, sure, Ben, is, help me. Cool. thank you, thank all, you so all like seven of you who also know who Ben is. Um, but he had us over during the pandemic, Katie and me, cause we were just like bored out of our skulls and they also work from home. So we we're happy visiting them. He was like, come over. We'll, I'll teach you how to paint minis. Cause Katie was always interested. Uh, I never really cared, but I was like, whatever I'll learn how to paint Katie's into it. Sure. Why not? Um, and in, in one day, uh, we had each painted at least one mini Katie, I think knocked out two, Cause she did tyrannids. Um, oh,
0: did she? Oh, okay. I she, thought she yeah, went lizard folk. She went lizard folk. Her... When once okay. she
1: realized she liked doing it, she went out and bought a crap ton of skinks. Just an I absolute. See. She went straight to Sigmar and bought a bunch of skinks. She has there's so many skinks in this house, Kyle. Yes. Um. But, um, what what we did then to see if we liked it, we we did some very simple base painting with an airbrush, and then we took them home, and then we bought some paints and brushes ourselves and we finish them at home so if, if i were to i would probably do the same thing with you if i had a chance to teach you how to paint minis I, i'd bring you here you would do at least one basically finish one in a day but then i'd have you do priming and airbrushing and then send you home with it and you can just finish it with brushes
0: do you paint while they're in pieces it's then snap them together later. depends on the depends like- on the kit yeah, it it, some, usually um, like a single
1: like a, like if you're doing like a single space marine for example or a single small foot soldier tyranid, you just put it together and you'd paint it. But if you're doing like a large like mech or something, um I know Katie's got a couple sk- skink like I would call them mounts. I don't know. I don't know Warhammer that well. I've just painted them. I love painting plague marines. Just give me a plague marine, I will paint it. I will be happy all day. <laughs> uh I don't know how to play the game. Um and uh, like, but anyway so it's like this big dinosaur skinks riding it and like there's overhanging plates and stuff and sometimes it's just easier to paint it apart and then put it together so you don't have to worry about masking off especially with larger pieces
0: that's kind of where my brain yeah, goes. yeah it, it, wanna...
1: it, it depends from piece to piece but you would if you learned how i learned you start with a small foot soldier you, and you keep it simple
0: it i mean it, it the paint thing intimidates the heck out of me but i like a lot of the theming it's People go far. I I don't think I would. That's probably a downright lie. I probably would become precious and do the foams and stuff. If I like went deep. The one thing I'd really want is the custom dice. I would want dice that match my armory and my set. And I would totally do Tyranids in like an ice theme. I love the idea of like bugs on ice worlds.
1: That too was one of my favorite levels in Heart of the Swarm.
0: Or that was the whole game about being cold and you had to like collect Bio Heats. What was that called? Oh, the one I don't like? Do you know the name? uh, uh Frostpunk? Cold World. No, no, not, not Frostpunk. Oh,
1: I don't like Frostpunk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't like Frostpunk. I don't like Frostpunk either. It's a tower defense disguising as like a Lost Planet. Thank you.
1: Oh, Thank Lost, you. Plan- lost shit, Planet. Shit. Yeah. I love Lost Planet. I played the crap out of the first Lost
0: Planet. Yeah, I love when like a giant maw worm comes up and goes, but like the inside of it is hot. Mm. Like the the, the Ramoraz from Dungeons and Dragons, eh? any gotcha. of that kind of thing. Like when you when you strike the <sighs> worm on an ice planet, then like fire shoots out, and you go, "What the hell?" Like that. That's, that's that's some good alien. That's I'm gonna kind of alien I'm right gonna now. just
1: start looking for houses and moving trucks. And I'm just gonna be like, I'm just gonna send you a packet, <laughs> Kyle. I just gonna be like, Kyle, here's this lovely, lovely. Uh, Welcome to Florida. Here's this lovely three two situated just 15 minutes from the beach, and uh, I've already booked the U-Haul. They'll be here next week. <laughs>
0: OK, well, uh, book the book, the $250 uh, back, back and we got yeah. <laughs> that,
1: <laughs> the box is the cheapest part of this entire yeah,
0: scheme. It's, 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 I don't know how much an airbrush is. I don't know how much this is to get into. These things are beautiful. This like I this got red cape I'm staring at.
1: I got Katie one for Christmas a few years ago. Um, and yes, I am opening my Amazon Prime.
0: Not a bad. This is a good place to, you know, track track purchases.
1: Yep. And I'm pretty sure that's where I purchased. It. Oh, no, maybe maybe it isn't. Oh, uh, I didn't buy from, I didn't buy it from.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, I've done that before. That's yeah, shame. where you get, yeah, yeah. Well, so that that's my wiki rabbit hole. <laughs> that That is my, that is my holding the baby 3 a.m. Phone out, just like, just going on lore, on trying to figure out rules. And, you know, a lot of 10th edition rules aren't available right now. They did release today, actually, a rundown of the Tyranid rules that I'll be reading tonight. So maybe I'll, Maybe I'll report back in the future if this wasn't too laborious for people who don't care about Warhammer. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm not I
1: like I said, I've never played it, I've just painted and I find your enthusiasm intoxicating. Yeah, so yeah. You're you're very excited about this, and that's just fun. That is just fun, and so is a slew of new trailers. So let's uh let's take let's take a wind into trailer park.
0: Yep. 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 Mm-hmm.
1: All right, Kyle, you get two choices of things that y- I know you don't care about as much as me. Would you rather talk about the Gran Turismo trailer or the Dune 2 trailer that just dropped like a couple
0: hours before the show? Wait, you put a new trailer in here. What's this? this oh, there's also in Shrouded, like, which it?
1: I kind of am suggesting we actually watch into a live react after the podcast. Okay.
0: Okay. I, I just I clicked into it. It looks like uh, Better Graphics Valheim, maybe.
1: Yes, it kind of does. Yeah. The okay. folks making it said, what if Valheim and Zelda had a baby? And I'm like, you've got me, you got me. I'm interested.
0: So, okay. Th- th- there's okay. building
1: and there's swords and shields. Like, anyway. I mean,
0: I've always wanted to do like, you know, Conan or Ark, but you know. It, yeah. So when, folks, when if you, season? if, okay. anyway, if you missed, Tris- I, if, I want to talk about Grant Turismo because it's
1: bizarre. Okay. So, so you watch the, you watch the trail, the new trailer. Cause we already have yes. one trailer. This is the new trailer. Uh, what did you? What did you, Kyle Ferguson? Someone who is not into cars, and I don't think you've ever played Gran Turismo, have you?
0: No, because it's the boring car game. Oh, you're gonna get yeah. uh, send all
1: I, tweets to at Kyle Ferguson. I, I do not. Go,
0: I mean, No guns pop out of the front. No <laughs> cops chase you. I I need a little a little extra in my car games just to kind of get me. Get me invested.
1: Mm, it's the realistic car game.
0: I'm sh- I'm sure when you know the engine and the wheels and you've got I've got to put on the new Firestones. I think like, it was like the something. first
1: time in video game history that like a team went out and like actually recorded the sounds of the specific cars that were in the game. Don't quote me on that. I don't know the whole story. I was latecomer to Gran Turismo, but yeah, I believe that was part of who's who's playing
0: special. the uh, who's playing the angry uh, band teacher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, uh, that what's role? his face
1: from Stranger Things?
0: Oh, he's the cop. He's, he's the cop, cop from Stranger Things. He, he moves Things. like a cop. He looks like a cop. He's, like, he's a cop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, shoot. I forget his name. I really like him. David Harbour. I always forget his, yeah. his real name. I think of him as Jim Hopper because Hopper and Harbour are very close. And so I can never recall his real name.
0: He's, he's doing the thing. He's doing the classic. I don't know if you call it a teenage move. Coming of age story where I don't believe the kid's got no talent. And then you got uh old uh, Legolas there doing the believe in him kind of
1: role. Yeah, man. Um, it so I w- I'm. I already expect this movie to be a narrative mess. Uh, but, where yes. I'm where I'm coming from, I'm expecting it. The the, the characters to be paper thin, maybe even cheesy. Uh, maybe hopefully campy and not corny. There's a fine line between the two, and sure. you want it to fall in intentional camp and not unintentional corn or. Or cringe.
0: No, I, I mean, I enjoy these movies for the most, like uh, Bring It Ons and stuff. Like, you know, they're they're fun. They're, uh, not the one, not the one with the drummer. That one's disturbing. I don't like that one. Uh, with uh, with, with um, with Tenzin? With, yeah, with Tenzin. Yeah, with Tenzin. Yeah, <laughs> <like, laughs> being a narcissistic madman. <laughs> like, uh,
1: shit. What's should- that
0: called? became a murder movie whiplash
1: thank you whiplash yeah. yes yes yeah
0: that yeah. one that one was unenjoyable but for the most like i kind of i kind of like these you know believe in yourselves and whatnot and, I and think the story it, of this is outrageous like a guy plays he's an esports gamer you know and they put him in a real car this is a real and, thing sony did yeah by the way it's
1: they, they it's actually did this true story it is now yeah. defunct but they did have a, a gran turismo to actual gt car driver program for for a while
0: there Um, The the premise is great. Like that's better than a singing competition or something at the end. (laughs) That's way better, you know, than saving the youth center. I think that this is relatable. (laughs) Yeah. I play video games. Yeah. Yeah. So I was,
1: I I was into this movie because I, the first teaser they put out was like more behind the scenes. And I was seeing a lot of like really expensive cameras attached to real GT cars just booking it down a racetrack. And I'm like, I want to see this because the car movies have gotten very CG and I don't like it as much. I love Ford versus Ferrari is a good movie, but most of the car stuff in that is not real car stuff. I want point a damn camera at a car and fast and furious hasn't had like real car stunts since Tokyo drift. So I, I miss oh, practical they go computers. Or car something? Stunt movie. Most of it. Yeah. Yeah. Most, oh, most of the car stunts are now like full on. You're just watching a video game cutscene essentially. And uh, Fast and Furious I mean, movies. It's an inanimate object.
0: It probably doesn't look too bad.
1: No, I mean, it, it, it does look good, but there was a, uh, you've seen Tokyo Drift, right? Let me, uh, yes. I'm going to explain my Long mentality. Time ago. I'm going to explain Long my mentality. Do you remember the very first scene where they're doing, they're drifting in the garage? He goes, to his first car meet in Tokyo. Yes. And do you remember the end of that scene where the guy dr- drifts up the circular like ramp up to the top? Oh yeah. Yeah. They yeah. did that for real and they did it the first take. Cause the driver Sweet. they hired was that good.
0: Um, I like that stuff.
1: Yes. I love that kind of shit. Like it's, absolutely. It's one of my, it.
0: it is one of my favorite things in making of videos. I've got two favorite things and I'm about to do the second one, but the first one is when they, they only have one take. And they're all like super nervous and they're going to blow up the Indiana Jones bridge. And everyone's like freaked out. If it's going to (laughs) go even better, if it's a tiny little model, that is my favorite. When like everybody's really freaked out because they're about to blow the tiny model. And then they show you like the camera in the back of the room where it goes. (laughs) And just like the lamest little explosion. Like, oh my God, we got it. Like people are crying and like it's NASA launches. They're like slapping each other on the back. And then they show you what it looked like close up. Mm. My second thing is watching the distress prop designer. That's fine. I'm going to. Right here, the DVDs. I want to know if some poor prop designer was like, I had to work really hard to get those Gran Turismo 2 to look like it was weather. You know, we didn't have a real Gran Turismo 3 case. So I had to go out, I had to print it. You know, I was there. I had I had my my uh, filing, you know, my nail file, and I was trying to make that thing look like it was from 1999. You know, like I was there, I was working on it. For some reason,
1: my head is British, and he's like, so we had access, thanks to our wonderful partners at Sony, to the Sony Museum. And I had to call oh, them you, up yes. and ask them, do you have a copy of Gran Turismo 3? Uh, and and then, so this is a museum-quality piece, Kyle.
0: Yeah, I like it. I like this is it. a
1: bit, by the way. We have no idea if this is... How it, how it happened. Anyway, it's,
0: it's so the, kind of British. The, the guy's is British. Is he British? He seen it sounds va- kind of British. Va- vaguely. Orlando Bloom sounds like he was doing an American accent. Um, yeah. Orlando Bloom. You know. I, I
1: digress. Um, so I, I was already interested in this because I like seeing practical car stunts in films. Uh, I assume I won't like the story. However, this trailer kind of selling me on the story because i like the archetypes that you pointed out. Like it's been a while since I've watched like a sports movie. Yeah. But I kind of like yeah. sports movies. Like I love Rudy. I love Remember the Titans. You need the the, the hard ass coach that wants to whip these kids into shape. And I think,
0: yeah. I think David Harbor is doing a good one of those. Well, and and you need the you need the everyman. You know you need Blue Skywalker. Going, What's that or? It, it got weird in Mass Effect Three, where you had the one guy being like, "What's a Reaper?" and you're like, "This is the third game, bro. <laughs> we're we're here because we know what Reapers are. Don't do this." Uh, it was so we're, This is
1: your first Mass Effect. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah,
0: yeah. The the onboarding, right? So, but this is it's a great onboarding, right? I've played video games. Well, yeah, you don't know what a G force feels like, and you're like, "Oh, I, I don't." You know, that, that would make me struggle to operate a motor vehicle. And then you got yep. you got the Dick, the, the Flash Thompson. They're you know you don't belong here. Kind of doing the class. It's it's so cheesy. You Got the kiss with the lighting in the club kind of thing going on. Like it is so elementary that I'm kind of just like digging it. I'm kind of like oh you know what this is this just looks like fun. Yeah it it's, like
1: it's it's I would love I would love a new simpler car movie. I love car movies uh, and I, while I still enjoy Fast and the Furious they have gotten so ridiculous outlandish and so far away from cars that I'm like, can can we just go back to stealing DVD players? (laughs) Like, like I miss it. I miss simple car movies. And it's been a a minute since we've gotten one. That's worth watching.
0: So yelling at the kid barfing on the side. Yeah, no, it's got,
1: got all the elements all mm-hmm. the elements mm-hmm. ripping on them for being gamers and it's, yeah, like, it's, yeah. it's a little corny but I'm I'm enjoying the the tone of this because you it's know where honestly, it's going Yeah, you know these like the main character is eventually going to become a good real life racing driver he's going to prove the coach wrong
0: well and you know I've never been like a down on my life trash man you know who kicked trash and got on a sports team <laughs> I've been I've played video games so like it's one of the first ones where it's like oh yeah I'm, I'm not I, you know I don't sing in the shower so I, no one's going to like discover me out a window <laughs> <laughs> this is the most relatable of these i've ever seen
1: uh-huh yeah yeah so um, i'm i'm gonna go see it i got so many tweets this week i'm i'm just i'm beside myself that, cool. that people know me this well that people yeah, are like oh gran turismo movie i need to send this to garrett and i legitimately i didn't know it, it came out so i saw it for the first time because I, was, uh, I think it was luke and our discord linked me to it
0: so thanks everybody any, um well, let me see any any like director or anything like it's, that? oh it's Neil Blancamp. Who is? District nine.
1: Oh. Also oh. that really cool live action Halo short. He was supposed to do a Halo movie and then that got scrapped, which is such a shame because his short is incredible.
0: Now you would know this probably, but I heard the story that District 9 was the Halo movie and they used the assets to make District 9.
1: I believe that's an old uh like urban legend.
0: Okay. There's also apparently they did it Celium, which was really weird.
1: Oh, Elysium with Matt Damon. Elysium, yeah, that was, yeah. He, he his other movies have not been great. He also did Chappie. Chappie, yep. Which uh, I haven't seen because
0: it looked bad. <laughs> like I just yeah, didn't. I didn't I didn't see Chappie. I don't I do really I I don't I didn't look it up, but I don't like the robot falls in love or learns to be human videos much. You know, like we, short circuit. Well, I am very aware of that. Yeah. I am extremely aware of that. Yeah, so I, I skipped. And yeah, for on some that. reason, you also don't like
1: Daleks and Doctor Who, and they're like they're, they're incapable of love. So
0: I didn't. I didn't say I dislike Daleks.
1: I thought you don't like. We've fought about Daleks. This is off air. This is. I'm just bringing personal <laughs> friendship now into the mix. But
0: no, I. I it, it was more like the weight of them. Like it was. It was weird to finally see them in action after seeing so many figures and stuff.
1: I mean, they're dumb as hell. But that's also. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of
0: the plungers and all that
1: doctor who designs in general yeah. are just, they're extremely dated. And it's part of the charm of the show. Sure. Anyway. <laughs> he doesn't like plungers. Says Ferris and chat. You're not a plunger yep. fan.
0: Never right. would've used one.
1: All right. Well, uh, since I'm adding you as a hater, known Dune hater, Kyle Ferguson,
0: no, what? known Dune, 2000, what hater? Cause I love For the 2019? 80s.
1: one. 20, yes. no 2020. Cause that shit went straight to HBO max. Cause we were Book the-
0: enjoyer and, Lover of the '80s movie, Kyle Ferguson.
1: Yes. Please continue. If, if if you are new to the podcast, if you go back, I I don't know actually what episode this was on, but there was an episode where Kyle, out of the blue, mentioned he did not like the new Dune movie, and we had a full on argument. <laughs> we had a I full. Think
0: you, you more gave up and walked away, but yes, I did. Yes, we did. I did. We did. Um, I did try to make you admit that the Power Rangers fight was extremely lame, and you refused. It was as
1: grounded as the rest of the movie.
0: Okay, well, please, please continue. Uh, oh,
1: 2021 Dune. It came out twenty one, and it still went straight to HBO Max. Oh, that's where right. HBO Max had this, like Warner Brothers had this thing that started in twenty twenty. And I, it was a signed deal, like in on paper, that movies had to come out also direct on HBO Max until a certain point. I think Doom was one of the final movies of that.
0: Slow. Oh, that makes sense. With yeah. COVID and all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I remember we, we had friends over. We all watched it together. We made it a night and we uh, we had a good time with it. Of course, oh, I was sitting fun. there with my other art friends and we were all yes. just like having yeah. eye gazes and, and, the,
0: and the visuals, you know, So so you're in the tower, you know, watching for wolves. I'm at the door listening. You know, we yeah. all we're all different people. We all respond to different things. I, I'll, I'll meet you. I'll meet you. I'll meet you in the missiles, the mini missiles, I'm, out of the ship. I'm, tra-
1: I'm trying to think of every movie that's come out since 2021. I think Dune is my favorite movie since, since Dune came out. Cool. Like like, to me, I, I think it's incredible. I think, I think it's unassailable, but you know, I get it. Kyle Ferguson likes his eighties Dune. <laughs> 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 Listen, I like Patrick Stewart as much as the next person, Kyle, but come on.
0: We really? have worms signed the likes of God has never seen. Anyway, so I'm Skipping going. All the good lines. D- do you want Actually, to tell me? Or do you want movie, me possibly.
1: to, or do you want me to guess how you felt about this part two trailer?
0: Uh, oh, you know, I'm kind of curious uh, to hear your guess. I'm going
1: to guess that based on your reaction to the final fight, that you are not moved by the Dune two trailer.
0: I mean, it looks like they're going to fight again, so hopefully, they've learned a lesson or two. <laughs> <laughs> you know, gotten actual choreographers. Okay. All right. To uh, it, the, the the worm, the, the the worm riding looks, you know, shamanic and solid. I like I like the the worm bit. You know, I like the worms. Mm. Um, I really I, I am gonna see it for one reason. Christopher Walken's playing the emperor, and I gotta see that.
1: Oh shit, he is.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's I didn't it. know that. Yeah, yeah. And I just want to see him as like the bringing everybody and the little girl and all that, and him being like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it'd be amazing do you have any spice oh I had to come here all by myself and like it's just gonna like you're, you're, a, you're your Christopher Walken is
1: dangerously close to Don Knotts for the record
0: true true I do love Don Knotts too it's, oh, I mean, it's a little higher but yes it's very close it's a really small part but honestly uh, I'm I'm really curious to see Christopher Walken be the answer you're,
1: you're spitting on my table all wrong it's the wrong tone <laughs>
0: Get them out of here! Yeah, it's, it's uh, <laughs> sure. Bring it on! Yeah, I'm excited for that.
1: <laughs> you do I, it I again, I'll stab you in the face with a thumper.
0: It, it is a little. I, I don't know why they've gone so uh, precursors, uh, uh, jockeys with the Harconans. It's a. It's a really weird choice to me. And now that we're getting into Fane and stuff, I. I still am kind of like, why are we? Why are we so hard on this? But I guess it's the it's the style they went the with. The Harkonnens
1: were like the, but that's the evil faction, right? It's yeah, one hundred percent the evil I faction. Guess. Yeah. I I like the visual style. I hadn't really thought about jockeys. If anything, I think the uh, the, the desert suits look more a little a little more space jockey to me. They got all yeah, the, the I mean the desert, desert almost Geigerian like layering and ribbing.
0: Sure, the, the organic look
1: to it. Yeah. Yeah, I, you're I, talking yeah, about the sh- I, so you're focusing more on the shaved head part of the
0: Harkonnens. Yes. Okay. yes. And and the sort of we live in uh Black and white tubes, part of it. Mm, uh, I think that's. I think it's fair. I I, 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 I kind of dig it. Like the, the worm riding looked great. I love seeing the 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 jesuit in the basket. Like there were some visuals here that make me curious. And the second half is the one I enjoy more. Okay, you know, the, to be honest, I mean uh, that, that first movie is a
1: slow burn, but I like slow burns, and I and I already like uh, Villeneuve. Um,
0: yeah, exactly. it's uh, it's a it's a slow burn, in all the wrong places as a (laughs) book reader, right? Like that's, it's just what happens when you read the book ahead of time. You're like, how did we get here already? What we didn't, we didn't even get to meet the assistant in the house, the handmaid kind of lady. That was a really big part. We get we didn't even emotionally. That's how I feel
1: about the servants and hunger games. There's an entire thing that's yeah. explored in the books about the servants and the hunger games and how they've had like their tongues removed and they just hand wave all yep. that shit just in the movies. And it's like, no, but that's like the thing that drives home just how Friggin' evil the leaders are like you yes we already know there's a calling and they they send their kids off to fight in a blood sport but like it gets right.
0: worse <laughs> yeah and you know taking time to romance that it's obviously expensive and mm-hmm. you know yeah. as an as a video only visual audience if you like were like by the way everybody hey did you hear it'd be weird and it'd probably be my first cut too you know just extraneous lore that's great thank you but i don't need it for my movie and i totally see where that could happen throughout this that's fair. That's
1: fair. Yeah. Uh, I will watch anything Dennis Villeneuve makes at this point. I'm, yes. I've become that big of a fan of his. I, I to, to me, he's like my new Spielberg. Uh, cause, uh, I love Spielberg, but sorry, uh, ready player one was not a good movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> has Spielberg done things since then? Uh, he has. He's as, as, fact, right? I,
1: I believe his recent film was quite the darling. I haven't seen it yet though, but it, it, it's, it's not a, it's not a, what's the word I'm looking for. It's not a genre film. Uh, his latest release was crap. What was it? The fable yeah. man's. It's, do you it's, like, uh, it's a movie about movies,
0: Kyle. So Hollywood loved it. Do you like uh, a rival? Are, are you, do you like the arrival? So there's two movies called the arrival.
1: I have seen the old one. I have not seen the new one.
0: Okay. Cause that's directed by your man here.
1: Oh shit. The one yeah. I haven't seen is a Villeneuve movie. All right, well, that's, yeah. I know what I'm doing this weekend.
0: Yeah, I think that was uh, outside of something that kind of looks like Prisoners. Looks just like um, Enemy of the State. Honestly, they mm. oh, it's Hugh Jackman. Interesting. Uh, um, 2016 was when I was
1: uh, uh, trying to find my first home. I didn't see a so lot of movies that year.
0: Where? So, who did the original? Oh, that uh, who did original Blade Runner?
1: Oh, uh, Alien, dude, dude. What did Alien? Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott did the original Blade oh. Runner.
0: Huh. Okay, do you like that? Do you like? Is that a visual? I think Blade
1: Runner is uh, almost a perfect movie, in my opinion. I love mm. Blade Runner. I absolutely adore it. Oh, the one that does not insinuate that he is an android or a replicant. I, I hate the version that spells it out. I absolutely detest uh. the version that spells it out. Um, which I forget because I, there's three different versions, and I always forget which yes. is which. Um which i think it's one of the redone versions that makes it a lot more explicit that that he is a replicant and i uh got very angry
0: at that mm, i would be interested to rewatch blade runner the modern one with the eyes for art
1: oh the the one that Villeneuve did yeah um, yeah with 2049 is that what what was the year on it I always forget the year on the new blade. Yeah. 2049. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, if you just look at it as a, uh, visual piece, I think you're gonna have a good time. Cause I think the, the 2049 is one of the prettiest damn movies.
0: So my, my ultimate statement is I'll see it for Christopher Walken and his tiny, tiny scene near the end, <laughs> but it's going to be great. And, uh, I, I, you know, I want to see some worm riding. I'm I so, like so glad character. to hear it. Kyle. <laughs> Uh, yeah,
1: all right. Well, uh, v- v- in, Pen- uh, in penance, Kyle, I, uh, you must listen to uh, Weapon of Choice over the weekend and watch the music okay. video.
0: Okay. He's, he's a ballroom dancer. You know? Yep. Yep.
1: Yes. Yes, he is. And there's a Dune reference in that song. Sure is. Yep. There's a Dune We're reference that in that rhythm. song. Um, there's also a Dune reference in a song in a game that I played over the weekend. So let's talk about what we've been playing. What have
0: you been playing, Kyle? Luigi's Mansion Three. You may have heard. You on did last it. You episode. made good. Yep, I made good on the promise. You made good and, uh, on the promise. I, I, I'm loving it. I, Luigi's Luigi's Mansion is an old school locked camera Resident Evil game that I'm just nostalgic for. I, I really like those. You can find like indie titles like this, but Resident Evil's moved on, and I think they found a great mainstream action way to do their business. But I still kind of miss the enter the room, look around, click the things, fight a bad guy, maybe. All right, exit. Get the key. Third key. Star key. What's the star key for? What's for the star lock? Take the star lock to the dark. Oh, you got a ruby key. Ruby key to the ruby room. And like that whole thing. The Luigi's Mansion original with the sprawling house was actually a little spooky. It was, was kind of a little spooky. Because it was an old house and the ghosts would like not appear when you like shine lights on them. So, you know, you go back to the baby's room and eh, the baby room and you go in Nana's room and she was like, "Ooh!" and like creepy. Luigi's Mansion 3 takes place in a giant hotel full of ghosts and it's not nearly as creepy as the original was. But it's still an absolute delight. And I love Luigi. He is he is an absolute bro. Like I have mad respect. I'm so I'm joyous. To show my son this game. In fact, he even he was like, Dad, Dad, why is Luigi always scared? And I was like, because he's brave. Because he's brave. Because you can only be brave when you're scared. Pulling the Ned Stark line. Oh, I was about to, oh, good job, Ned Stark. I had a great, Stark. Good job. I had a great moment, you know, like hand on the show. I didn't actually do the hand on the show because I was holding you know, the console. But, you know, like it was, <laughs> it was a moment I got to be like, he is the most loyal brother you can think of. Because he will always, he's terrified of his mind, but he will complete that mission. And that's why I respect Luigi. More than Mario.
1: It also just hit me. You were having this talk with your son, who is now a big brother.
0: Yes. Yes. Damn, dude. So, but I actually don't know who's the big brother. In uh, Mario's Luigi the Mario. big brother. I, I figured as much. Yeah, you know.
1: Mario's the older one.
0: But Mario's always going off on adventures, running around. Like, know, Luigi actually runs the place. You know, he's, he's, he gotta, he got to clean up after Mario. Mario doesn't do the dishes. And I respect Luigi more. And I, and Luigi's Mansion, is a really fun game. They divide it into floors of the hotel so you kind of know how many levels you have to go as you unlock a level it's a very clear kind of distinct get in the elevator the load times are atrocious (laughs) I mean what are you gonna do with this switch game but it is a beautiful game like actually 2019 on the switch it looks great a lot of fixed camera art I'm sure you know a lot of trickery that can be done there to make it look great but yeah Luigi's Mansion 3 awesome awesome game and honestly it's got me super stoked for Tears of the Kingdom like the new Zelda and Here's my, here's my big, big argument. Oh, you get. too.
1: You t- I gotta, I gotta see I, Tears of the Kingdom hype everywhere I go. And I just feel like I, a leper.
0: I, you can be. <laughs> because I need games that are fun and entertainment, entertaining that people don't scream people's names and cut off their own arm and spray blood everywhere. Like, (laughs) you know, when I want to play a video game in the middle of the living room, it's kind of nice to have Nintendo games. So when I'm thinking about like, man, I really want to play an action game next. uh, You know, I don't have a lot of time. When would I even play it? You know, Mm. could my son watch? There's elements of like, I I think I'd rather play Elden Ring. I'd rather go play something violent for my age. Maybe you could say, but that, you know, like it's just like I am sure I would enjoy that. But the idea of putting Zelda on the TV in the living room and everyone can enjoy that. And then I could be like, you want to build something, bro? And like passing the thing and then he'll set off the catapult or whatever. Like I'm, I'm sold like that. That is that is prime time viewing entertainment. And and I want to now. I want to now. Let me just Open the door. The right. premiere Nintendo television.
1: Going to gonna do it. Kyle going to be a modern Zelda gamer.
0: Yeah, apparently. Well, I, apparently. I, 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 uh,
1: I hope the master sword doesn't break again.
0: It, it can like it's maybe it does. It, I, I still would love dungeons. Like that's the big thing. Like if it comes out, you know, we recashing conversation from last week a little bit, but like if it comes out and like, everyone's like no good dungeons, then, then I might find something else for the living room TV or continue Luigi's mansion, which I just started <laughs> uh, Tears of The kingdom comes out really soon. Uh, it does. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's right around the corner. It is right around the corner. Uh, I went down a nostalgic rabbit hole. This weekend with Need for Speed Underground 2. OK, no, they have not done a remake.
0: <laughs> this no. is the one I played. I played a lot of this one.
1: Yeah, the one with the uh, you always reference the Snoop Dogg Doors crossover song that was made specifically yes. for the game.
0: Well, it also played um, uh, I played uh, Riders on the Storm and that, that kind of introduced me. That to- is
1: the Snoop Dogg Doors crossover song.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 That's the song you always reference. Um, I also realized over the weekend and didn't know at the time because I was never in the Dune as a, as a kid. Um, uh, there's a song literally called Mind Killer, and it's just like an electronic song, and it constantly repeats Fear is the Mind Killer over oh, and over again. Neat. Yeah. Neat. From uh, artist Freeland, if anyone's mm. familiar with uh, the artist Adam Freeland. Um, but yeah, this was a formative game for me. This game is. Probably like 80% the reason I give a shit about cars as a human.
0: It, it looks good. Honestly, it looks pretty good. So the version you're watching. Oh,
1: actually, yo, shout out the channel you had up right now. What channel is that? Is that Hoki, no, Hoshi? A,
0: uh, no, uh, Ragey. Ray-
1: oh, I'm unfamiliar with that one. I, I watch a guy named Hoki Hoshi on YouTube sometimes. He does some really great Need for Speed content. And he has a great video about getting into Need for Speed Underground 2 modding. And I followed one of his guides to a T. And I now have a nice widescreen version of Need for Speed Underground Two that I can play on PC.
0: Is it like a up res of any kinds, or just kind of a, a for the for the wideness, for the width?
1: Both. Uh, there's a widescreen mod. There is an up like a improved graphics mod. Um, and there's, there's a ton. There's apparently a really big mod scene for a lot of these old Need for Speed games. Um, because the same websites I was looking on for these mods also had them for like Carbon and Most Wanted. Um, Carbon is a really slept on Need for Speed game too. That if you grew up and you enjoyed Underground 2, you should play Carbon. If you haven't, Carbon's really good. But I believe that was the f- first Need for Speed on like 360 era, if I remember correctly. But it's it's been a it's been a minute. But yeah, I was obsessed with this game as a kid. Uh I texted my brother. I was like, hey man, is my GameCube still at the house? And he said yes. And I played this on GameCube, so I think I might be able to actually load up my original Need for Speed save and see how ugly I made my cars as a teenager. Wow.
0: GameCube. Ugh. yeah, I guess I played it on Xbox. Get-
1: it would have been PS2, GameCube or Xbox. Yeah, original. you're
0: right. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And this was to me. This is the 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 pinnacle of Need for Speed was uh, Underground 2, Most Wanted and Carbon Era. Those are the best Need for Speed has ever been and ever was. They're getting better get by the
0: cops, the heat,
1: uh, heat, which was. The second to most recent Need for Speed was really good. I haven't played Unbound yet, but it uh, seems to be a darling in the Need for Speed community. The latest release Unbound is is getting really good vibes from the Need for Speed community. Um, but I've just been really itching for that old school Need for Speed experience. So I, I went out, Katie and I, I was like, "Hey, you ever played Underground 2? She's like, oh, I played the shit out of it. I was like, huh. And then like, we were both like, how do you play it now? And the answer is in morally gray ways unless you have a physical copy it is it i believe it was backwards compatible up until the 360 and it became no longer backwards compatible once it went to like Xbox 1 okay so uh there are if you can get a copy of like a PC version then it's no longer sold anywhere because licensing deals have fallen off for the music which is a big
0: abandonedware isn't that what people call that more or less wear?
1: yeah and a lot of a lot of times especially with sports games anything with a licensed soundtrack that becomes the reason why you can't buy the game anymore because they just can't, oh, can't keep sure. the licenses in perpetuity for these songs
0: ah um, but, i didn't think about
1: that yeah the, like um, the new tony the, the tony hawk remake that's like really freaking good that came out a couple of years ago before blizzard bought up uh uh vicarious <laughs> visions yeah um, it has almost the entire original soundtrack, but not entirely. They had to. Mm. There's some new songs on there, and and there's some missing songs on there. So, and a lot of it just comes down to licensing agreements. But um, Underground Two is still a really good freaking arcade racer. It, it still controls really well. I think arguably better than some of the more modern Need for Speed games. And oh boy.
0: Did you hook it up to your your machine your wheel and all that
1: or no i wouldn't I wouldn't play an arcade racer with a wheel I don't see any point. okay I don't see any point okay. the, the driving isn't realistic enough That's I fair. think to need that level of of nuance in in input um no that I hooked, but I did use the really nice elite series two controller that Katie got me for my birthday this year <laughs> to play yeah
0: <laughs> oh, we were looking at that a lot yesterday because my xbox controller died yeah or and i was dying
1: I was surprised that because I don't remember it working this way. Because you could have to press the GameCube trigger. I don't remember the original Need For Speed Underground two having throttle modulation, but it does. When I load it up with my Xbox controller, I can like. What does that mean? It means if I only pull my trigger in about a quarter amount, it only applies quarter throttle.
0: Oh, <laughs> you mean like how I would uh, win Apex Legends if I ever did
1: win Apex Legends.
0: Yeah, because I would run around and I would only hunt people who were walking because it meant they were on controller and they Oh, so I could win the fight. <laughs> I
1: mean, sort of, but I was impressed. I was like, oh, I can actually modulate my throttle. It's not just all or nothing. Because <laughs> um, I, I, I think gas was on like the A button back in the hmm. day. It could be wrong, but I thought it was just a binary on. or You're either on throttle or off throttle, but... Um, yeah. Old Need for Speed games. Freaking hold up. It was just a big, big wet weekend rabbit hole of Katie and I just like looking at old, well, oldish cars. Like, so we started playing this and then we're like, look at this roster of absolute banger cars. Like it is just a, a early aughts wish list of wonderful like JDM and American cars. Sure, uh, and then then we started going. Uh, there's a wonderful website called Bring a Trailer, which is a car auction website, and we were just like, "What's what's on here from this era?" And then we were just like looking at auctions and seeing what things went for that we used to have, and uh, it was it was cozy, man. I had a good time. I'm not. Uh, I've, I've been playing it about an hour a night <laughs> the last couple of nights. I get in. I just unlocked the Mark IV Supra, which is my uh, I would call that now an unattainable dream car. They go for way too much money. In, like in real life, so hmm. yeah. Should have bought one in high school when Crazy. I had no money. Yeah, yeah. Huh? yeah. It was a good time. It was a good time. So, um, I'd recommend it, but there's no easy way to play it unless you have a disc. So, sure, yeah. I really want a remake. In this age of remakes, I freaking now I'm 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 all in. My new wish is for an Underground Two remake.
0: What happened to that one with all the spray paint? You know, they we watched the trailer for... A, That's a the new... recent
1: one that I was saying uh, is really well-received by the Need for Speed community. Okay, so it is I, out now. I haven't played it yet, because uh, the last time I bought a Need for Speed game, it sh- uh, immediately showed up on on Game Pass afterwards. <laughs> so, I think... Yeah, yeah, however, I'm thinking I might just pick it up, because it, uh, here it's good, and I want to support Need for Speed games, because I like Need for Speed games. And as much as I like Forza, I do think it's kind of eaten Need for Speed's lunch. So... I'd love to see that. I'd like to see them back on top. I want it, Kyle. I want it. (laughs) I'm in full nostalgia mode this week. All right. You want to take some questions? Yes. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. You can send your emails to feedback at startgrindinggear.com or if you're supporting us on Patreon or you're a member of our YouTube membership. said member twice. It,
0: It worked. Yeah, it
1: worked. Head on over to the Discord. We've got a members-only area, and there's a question for the host's channel. You put questions there. I add them to our master doc, and we start pulling questions from it for the podcast. Still catching up. We've got so many. Java Kazoon says, when you're busy doing work or a mindless activity, what music or podcasts are you listening to? You you sit- to you you're want- sitting there. You're making thumbnails, Kyle. You're doing some graphic design. You're doing, you're doing anything where you can listen to words because if I'm writing, I cannot listen to anything yeah, talking no, yeah, yeah. or lyrics. Yeah.
0: Well, and then the, I'm editing video, right? And that's got words in it. Too. Oh, so dude, I'm almost yeah. always no, on, can't a, do on a retro wave kick. I love retro wave.
1: Do you know when I do listen to things with lyrics while I'm video editing? When, when I'm doing those painstaking mass, like masking shots where I make pe- oh, characters sure. appear in front of letters. <laughs> sure. Yep. That makes sense. I do not yep, need sound that for that. And it takes forever. So. Yeah,
0: I, I put on YouTube uh, videos when I make the thumbnails for the streams and stuff. Yep. Or, you know, off thumbnails or anything like that. Yeah, totally, totally. But mostly it's just a retro wave. I love retro wave. I love sax. I, I watched a whole video. My Actually, I was making thumbnails. And I watched a video about a guy who sells metal kazoos that you can play to sound like a saxophone. And I, I almost bought one. <laughs> so I was like, oh. I, I want to make fake saxophone noises. Oh, my God. That sounds great. That's pretty incredible. Yeah, I'm sure he's like, he's he's talking about uh, like a, a him her, her technique or something like that, or doodahs or something like that. I don't know. He was talking about a technique he had to make this metal kazoo sound like a saxophone. So clearly, if I bought it, I wouldn't immediately sound like a saxophone. But I kind of wanted it. I kind of wanted to get one of these little like metal kazoos for like $12. I love retro wave. I love sound. I love not driving in Miami. I love going the speed limit. I just something about like just so cozy with the pinks and the blues and the little cars and the jazz uh, art on the side. I just like rain is not uh, currently
1: fallen, but rain has just fallen. Yes. Yeah. And the water is shiny reflections. Yeah. Yeah. Horizontal lens flare.
0: Yeah, and, it's, and and you know, there's nothing like, you know, it's it's not like super like date atmosphere, but there's that kind of like slight nod, you know, to your passengers, like, hey, sup, right? Like, you know, how's it going? Like, little, little, little give as you kind of go, like just something about that. You know, just now if I want to drive unsafely, I'll listen to the red line soundtrack. That's for unsafe driving. But <laughs> retrowave <laughs> is just so chill. It's crazy. I, love it's,
1: it. I I've had a lot of uh, film shoots I've had to go out on recently and it's, that makes it sound more prestigious. I had a lot of videography to accomplish recently, and it's all been in Orlando. And I live two hours at minimum away from Orlando, sometimes three, depending on traffic. And I, I, ju- you just made me realize on the way out, I, I put on like I literally on my iPhone I still have on local drive what is used that to be picture my picture of your
0: dog wearing a hat. That
1: is a picture of my dog wearing a hat. <laughs> yes, yes, that is wicked. <laughs> Wearing a hat that says "Chill," you can't really you can't really see it, but it says "Chill." Uh, but on here, on physical actual data, I still have what it used to be my iPod. Those those MP3s have followed me since I burnt them or I transferred them off CDs nice. onto my iTunes, and they're still on here. So going out there, I would just shuffle all because it's all mostly late '90s, early aughts, pop punk, emo, uh, and some hardcore. Uh, and that would be going out there because it'd be up early and I need to wake up after leaning over with a, a Sony alpha series camera and a gimbal for anywhere between three to six hours straight. Um, I've been filming a lot of uh, uh, chil- stuff with children and parents. So I'm getting down at like kid's height.
0: Oh, sure. And yeah, it's
1: man. um dude, I'm starting to finally feel it. The first few, I was like, I'm mm. good. I'm good for my age. I'm not, fe-. my back has hurt nonstop since Saturday. Um, every day coming back. I put on uh, a band called The Midnight, which kind of have that oh, retro sure. wave vibe.
0: Yeah, um, absolutely.
1: And so every every day that I went out for a shoot, it was uh, high energy music on the way out there. And then when, when work is done and I'm tired, it's the chillest music on my freaking thing. But when I'm doing mindless work, when I'm doing stuff I can multitask on um, music. I usually go. We, we, I think someone else was last week, what our favorite like soundtrack was. And uh, that's my answer. Also, I usually put on Daft Punk, uh, Tron legacy nice. soundtrack. Uh, usually the reconfigured remix. That is like one of my go-to for that's like my get shit done. Like I got to have graphic design, a bunch of stuff. I got to knock out a bunch of thumbnails or I got to knock out a, some key framing and premiere. That's what goes on. Mm. Uh, my other I'm, go-to is the band Polyphia. Uh, they got me through my master's degree. I would not. So uh, except for their most recent album, they're typically lyric free. Their most recent album has a ton of collaborations.
0: Oh, and a lot of, uh, of uh, expletives. What? Uh, cursing. It does? Polyphia? Is that, is that Polyphia. Yeah, Polyphia. Oh. Yeah, with a PH. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a lot of before members. There's lots of hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of explosive tags on the recent album.
1: Oh well, yeah. The most recent album is the one that does have lyrics, and they have a lot of okay. okay. There's literally a song called "Fuck Around to Find Out." I mean, what are you oh, gonna do? There you go. Um, I mean, but the, 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 everything before that, it's 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 math rock. It's lyric free, uh, technical guitar playing. Love it. And I had to do a lot of reading and writing during my masters, and I probably wouldn't have graduated if it wasn't for political. Sure.
0: When I was in high school. It was Blue Man Group was my uh, my uh, group for the uh, studying. In college, yeah, because, it was the
1: Halo Three soundtrack.
0: Nice. Yeah,
1: when I was doing my or like my bachelor's specifically because I I just did college again, Ele, college two Electric Boogaloo. Um, but yeah, I did the Halo Three. Uh, Podcast wise,
0: oh, before we move on, do you have a you have a soft spot for samples? Because if you throw in some Carl Sagan into your retro wave, oh, oh my god, I'm I've it.
1: never gotten huge into electronic music, so no, I don't really have a soft spot for samples. Okay. I like sampling in rap. I love it when I recognize the melody that they're sampling because melody sampling is very common, common in rap and hip hop. Mm. Uh like you know, Dre would grab a lot of like sixties and seventies stuff. Um, and then what what's the one? Uh there's a Juice World song I love, and I think it samples the police. And it's just like, oh I know, I know that one. And I just it makes me feel smart. And then I love seeing how that how you reinterpret it for a completely different style of song that's how I, I like rap and hip hop samples. I'm not, uh, I'm not a huge electronic fan. So you'd have to talk to Scott Johnson about that. I'm sure you two could commiserate on your, how you like, what type of samples you like in your electronic music.
0: There we go. There as you long go. as it's not like an alarm, that's just dumb. Don't do that. No cops, <laughs> no alarms. Why would you? <laughs>
1: All I could think it <laughs> is the strong bad techno short.
0: Sure. Do-do-do-do-do.
1: Yep, that's what I'm thinking of.
0: All right, but podcast wise, um, I have a ton.
1: I actually listen to regular I, every week. I I have video game podcasts. I like every week. I I listen to the most recent Nextlander and Giant Bombcast. Um, I've been listening to Giant Bombcast what feels like my whole life at this point. Uh, through every variation of that cast. Um, I, Uh, let's see. And Nextlander is just the previous Giant Bombcast crew doing a different show that's not Giant Bombcast branded. Sure. So, uh, like, those are my two go tos for video game content. Um, still listen to the Daily Tech News show, almost daily. Shout out to them. I think the best podcast currently being produced is the Darknet Diaries. Love that. Freaking great, amazing. It,
0: it sounds like a like murder. Uh, it's like
1: um, I pitch it to people who don't know what it is, even though I believe it predates cereal. It's like cereal for stories about Internet crime. Cereal like the tasty. Are you not aware of the extremely Ooh. popular podcast called Cereal, which is no, about serial killers,
0: about toasted oats, toasted cereals?
1: No, it's about murder, Kyle. Oh, it's a true crime okay. podcast. It was like oh, the that, true that crime podcast that blew up and made true crime podcasts a thing.
0: I see. No, true crime for me is what's on in the hotel. And you, you can't turn it off. But, you know, you don't feel great about it. <laughs> I, I'd watch uh, Property Brothers when I'm stuck at a hotel.
1: Yeah, Property Brothers are good, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love so it. I love I me some. I love me. They're nothing wrong with Hotel HGTV. Ain't yeah, nothing no, like wrong HGTV. with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong <laughs> yeah, with that. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't know anything about true crime. I don't know anything about true crime. Mm. Mm. I, watched a, I watched a documentary this week called Plants Behaving Badly. So that's kind of the extent of my... Uh, <laughs> My 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 bad boyness that yeah. I want to hear about. Want to hear about some carnivorous plants from David Attenborough?
1: Yeah, I feel that I'm, I'm now like I listen to like popular podcasts, whereas I used to have a lot of deep cuts for video games. But I I, I try not to consume too much video game content because I don't want it to influence makes, me too much. Absolutely,
0: absolutely, that's important. Yeah, because YouTube. I, I can't quit Bombcaster or
1: because they've just been such a fixture of my life for so long. Um, and then, uh, there's a comedy podcast that I love and actually I'm going to talk to you cause I'm going to see it live next week and I totally forgotten it falls on a Thursday. Uh, are you garbage is a comedy podcast oh. I really, really like. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. You have talked about that one. Uh, yeah, it Mine is, is, um, a, a genius idea
1: for a podcast. It is infinitely repeatable.
0: Mine's core. I wasn't a core, but it's also cheating cause you know, it's. It's like, it's my D D group. So you can't, it's you can't <laughs> not cheating. It's, it's it, but you know, like it's saying it's core literally
1: and saying it's cheating because it's your D D group. It's, it's like if your D D group made a legitimately great podcast that a lot yeah. of people listen to, this isn't, yeah, it's it, your D D group. And it's like, you're the only listener. Like core is a, no, is it's amazing. Huge.
0: It's, it's a, it's actually one of the biggest shows on the network there, but like, it's just, it's literally that image of the guy sitting there eating cereal with the pictures of people like it is the meme of (laughs) podcasting because they're actually my friends that i talk to every week and play games with and and then records after us so it's like super safe too because like it'll record tonight so everything we talk about like i get to go hear their takes on it we've already done our show so it's not like i you know it's not like i have to like protect my brain from their takes or anything like that so it's just a perfect lineup Mm -hmm. of everything i love i love my friends and uh i love core
1: It's a good show. Uh, shout out to core. We had Scott Johnson on not that long ago. Uh, he's the, the, like the main host, I guess, like you would call the MC. Yeah, what do you call he's, MC? He's the recorder.
0: He's the one who records the dude that, who records, that, he's records the, it. And posts he's the responsible the one in the room. Yeah. <laughs> the responsible one. <laughs> I think,
1: I feel like Scott would take issue with that. That, that description.
0: I mean, maybe on in front of the camera, but you know, don't forget like Scott's has got to sit there for an hour. He's got Did to, you
1: see a his attack. new beard and like uh, short mohawk combo? It looks so good.
0: I, I did. Yeah, I saw that on one of his thumbnails. It looks so
1: freaking yeah. good. I'm uh, like he made like some joke about his beard on Twitter and I'm like, "Dude, you, you, you're you, I love your look. It's yeah. fire, dude. Rock it looks it. really good." And I never would have imagined Scott with a mohawk, but he really pulls it off. Uh, all three core guests when says mr Lightlike, uh, they they can name the the time and place and we'll be
0: yeah we'll and yeah, we there. can line it all up that'd be that'd be a blast be i chaos. i
1: think we should just we should just do a mega show and then we just post the same show to both feeds
0: <laughs> great that's how yeah. i think we play it and only one topic cuz it ain't going anywhere like between us all all chuckling around like nah it's yeah yeah we, we make decent people. progress on the show but there's no way that thing Combined forces is going anywhere. Tom
1: Merritt, uh, who's the host of Daily Tech News Show, which is a show I mentioned, he has another show called uh, The Word, and it's, it's it's a like a word prompt. And that's oh, it. just you The Word. Go, yeah, you go. You go. It. Yeah, it's such a good freaking podcast. Um, I'm jealous. It's one of those ideas for a podcast that I'm jealous of because it's so genius. Uh, but anywho. Uh, all right. Foxhound asks, in games with morality or light slash dark games, how do you normally play your first playthrough, I always say I'm going to be evil and I always play it good. My first time through. Mm, yeah. Know, like, well, you don't I, be rude to the, I have guilt. The... <laughs> I have guilt even in video games. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Ugh. I, I always go gray. Uh, I, I, I'm good to my friends and mean to my enemies. I like the evil options for my enemies, but I like the good options for my friends.
1: So like mass effect, for example, uh, I was always nice to my crew and I usually was nice to everybody else, but I always punched the reporter. Sure. R- the reporter always gets punched in mass effect.
0: Yeah. Or rude to like, um, Cerberus Duder, um, the uh, B- B- president, Mr. President.
1: What's oh, the, the elusive, not elusive man.
0: Is that his name? Yeah. The elusive man. Yeah. That was his name. That yeah. Was a, yeah. The,
1: the elusive man. Yeah, I started a play through when that new version came out and then I didn't finish it. I finished one.
0: Okay, you finished one, though. And I got, I
1: think, halfway through two. And then it was uh, uh, it was uh, time to uh, make a decision, either do the same thing I always do for romance or go with someone new, and I was so paralyzed to stop playing the game.
0: <laughs> I get that. I hear that, man.
1: <laughs> yeah. so I have to commit. I ain't going to be a player. I have to commit.
0: <laughs> I would love to see this other side of the game and, you well, their feelings are going to get all hurt. <laughs> yeah 100% mass
1: Mass effect 2 is nothing but an over elaborate dating sim and i will not be told you cannot convince me otherwise no it
0: Uh, it shouldn't be no one should be convincing you that
1: major uh, exception of that is my my playthrough of the original launch swotor Uh, i was a sith warrior and i was the most evil piece of shit in the galaxy the most evil i've ever been in a game towards the end uh I think, it's, I think it's the last person you can recruit. My memory's foggy. I haven't played this since launch, but uh, I talked about this on the stream the other day. Um, the, I think it's the last companion you can recruit is a Padawan that you turn and you have to fight their uh, master and it literally killed their master and romanced the Padawan. <laughs> like it couldn't have been more evil and terrible and I loved it. It was so I mean, much fun.
0: Yeah, that that one was a little different because you were like on. I was still gray, but I did more evil options because I was part of the like quote unquote evil faction. But so you had already you played an inquisitor, an right? Yeah, I played inquisitor. Yeah. yeah, So you know, I I think there was like lots of scenes where I could like shock people a lot. You know, yes, get get in there. But yeah, I did all the force choking, all yeah. of it. Yeah, it, but you were already invested. Like you know, if you started Mass Effect and you hey, would you like good or evil path? Well, you know, you, you might play a little more evil in that case.
1: Yeah, um, I think, th- and there were some exceptions. Like you talk about gray. Like uh, I think the f- I think the first companion was a tweed like named Vet, and they had like a collar on because they were essentially a slave. Freaking terrible to think about now. Uh, but you like. Early on, like they give you the option to keep the collar on so you can shock them whenever you want. And I'm like, no, no, if you're no, hanging out warrior. with me, you're my companion. Like, get get rid of this oh collar. My, this I, is stupid. I
0: do not remember. Like, my main memories of it are just uh, Kristen and I were playing through together, and she was so mad that I got my romance option like 20 levels earlier than her. And she just kept waiting. And I was like, I got, I, okay, I got another mission. I can go romance. Mine. I'm all fine. I'm off. Fine. And she's just waiting and waiting and waiting for
1: the game. Well, that's—I mean, I'm sure there were other options she just wasn't into, because
0: I don't know. I—I I honestly, I honestly do not know.
1: Because there, I know there was, there were options like there were romance options for Vet, which is early, if not the first companion for Sith warriors. Yes, uh, but I—I I waited.
0: Yeah, I—I I do not, I do not recall. Of course, like in the past, past, you know, like original KOTOR, they cut the romance options. Uh, for uh, Carthonassi, because they figured there wasn't the audience for it. And so they just doubled down on Bastila as the primary romance. Mm. So I I, I don't know. It was a long time after the fact. I don't know. And also, we moved away from like really twisted moral choices. Like Kotor 1, you could straight up like strand a mom and her baby on a planet that was going to explode just to get some points. So, like, decrease your mana cost of your lightning like you didn't really like advance the plot i think you got to maybe advance the plot faster or something like that you know you got to kind of do a skip of an additional mission
1: i mean I, i mean i'm going i'm going to put this in perspective for you kyle there's a star wars movie where the where a character literally murders his entire religion worth of friends just to try and save his wife
0: yes that's true, based on a, the young a vision. Lineage. Yes.
1: <laughs> so now I'm I'm aware. So yeah, sacking does, uh, s- two happen. randos that you don't know to get better force lightning is actually pretty on <laughs> brand for Star Wars. <laughs> I got
0: I got more than Anakin got out of the deal. At least I got cheaper lightning spells to fight Malak with. <laughs> <laughs> he just did it because it was it felt nice or something. I don't. It, it went so fast. I remember being in theaters and just being like, "What the?" That's why the Emperor looks like that. Well, I guess that's just what are we doing now what wait what it it, it like with the passage of time and we we keep re i almost want to say reimbursing it like we keep like filling it out and like kind of trying to make it make more sense like the recent mandalorian episode that went back there but still it's it's such a fever dream a weird part of those movies Anyway, yeah,
1: usually, usually a good guy. Usually a good guy with some yeah. minor deviations along the way. What I want is a game that actually, like, does some nice rewarding for gray playthrough. Usually you just kind of missing out on shit.
0: No, oh gray. my God. And Coach War 2 was so awful. You couldn't get a prestige class if you were gray. You simply didn't get one. And so you were underpowered for your whole playthrough. Like you just hit a wall. Mm. Granted, old RPGs, you'd have to hit walls. Like, your spec was bad. Whoops, restart the game. No respecting allowed, you know. So that, that just that kind of happened in old games, but yeah, yeah, gray rewards are most welcome, and sometimes like the gray Jedi you run into are the most interesting and have really insightful things to say.
1: And that's true in a lot of Star Wars media. Like, that's why I yeah. like Ahsoka so much. Like, I think Ahsoka's interesting because one of the characters in in new canon to be like, this is dumb. You're you're dumb. Yeah. Your worldview is stupid, and it doesn't work. I'm like, cool. I like this character.
0: I would like more moral choice games again uh well we started we, the game
1: talk we started the show talking about how i'm I'm kind of over the hero based games um let's go back let's 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 yeah. return to morality systems it's been let's it's mind been a, that it's been a minute it's been a minute i mean I, and I, like i guess make Andromeda make it, make it was a lavish thing,
0: that that was the fun part of like fallout three was the really evil choices gave you the nice living estate the faster Quicker, better weapons. Like, you know, the evil choices should be really bad, but also kind of like a second playthrough kind of thing, in my opinion. Like, you're ready to see how the game could be different and you're ready to skip a couple levels. That's fair. That's fair. Well,
1: keep them coming, everybody. Feedback at startgrindinggear.com or uh, drop us a message in that question. Uh, it's the Ask the Host channel and our members only Discord channels. Go check that out. And that's going to bring us to the end of this episode. Oh, smooth. We need to get uh, as much royalty-free vaporwave music that we possibly can.
0: (laughs) Oh, you know, I've never thought about it. It comes up
1: too often. That should be our, we should get a a, a nice nice little war chest of that. And uh, speaking of our patrons, we want to thank those of you supporting us over on our Patreon. Check it out. If you want to, it is supportourbromance.com. Get access to all of our bonus content, ad-free version of the show for your trouble. Check it out. And to our most recent patrons, we want to thank Jason L.
0: I want to thank Wet Water. What a fabulous name.
1: I want to thank, and I want to preface this with, this is the name they entered into the name field. Thank you,
0: Garbage Pig. <laughs> well, thank you, Garbage Pig. Kevin, thank you for your support. Alicia, appreciate the support. And Sean W., up there pledge. Well, much appreciated. Thanks for the raise, boss.
1: Much appreciated. And uh, we want to thank our legendary level backers. We thank them each and every episode. So big thanks for the generosity from Sean B., Mike R., Stephen J., Das, Cheesy Bob, and Sean with an E-A-B. Appreciate it, everyone. Check it out, supportourbromance.com. And you can find kyle and me on social media we are on twitter kyle is at kyle ferguson i am at garrett art and we have a joint account at garrett and kyle you can check it out there and then of course everything we do including the live stream of this podcast our weekly videos just a new one dropped today as a matter of fact and our live streams are all on our youtube channel search for grinding gear on youtube or just go to youtube.com slash TV that's going to do it for this edition of the Grinding Gear Podcast. We will see you next week with a special guest. Oh, yes. Oh, oh geez. Yes. Hey. Yes. Keep an eye out for little JC. Ah,
0: oh, there it is. There it is. Rejoin the show. Nice. GG, everybody. Take care. <laughs>